Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 87 of the Gaming Duo podcast, the podcast that brings you profound discussions on the latest gaming news. I'm joined by co-host Coverlone and a very special guest. His channel is for all things gaming in general, with an original focus specifically on Super Smash Brothers rumors, leaks, theories, and speculation. He also goes into game theories, plus gaming rumors, and also does general gaming news. Please welcome YouTuber Papa Genos. Hey, everybody. Hello, thanks, hello. For, uh, thanks for inviting me on, you guys. Dude, th thank you so much for coming on. This is awesome. I know Kelvin's a huge fan. He's been following you forever. Um, and it's kind of like surreal to actually have you on, because I even before Kevin was like, dude, like this guy, when we were into the smash, it was just like, this guy knows what he's talking about. So we finally have you on and there's definitely going to be some smash discussion coming up at some point. Right. Yeah. But Excellent. we, uh, we've been through a journey, you and I, Papa Gino's, you, you didn't, you didn't know that, you know, but we've been through a journey with smash reveals and, and characters with, with, um, you know, having Steve, uh, Minecraft Steve, and then we're having like, uh, Sora, like Sora for us. Um, if you didn't know, was like a huge, huge deal for us um nice. and i know you wanted good old papa uh you good old genos but um <laughs> i'm sorry man i'm sorry <laughs> hey, it's all good <laughs> the sacrifice had to be made for sora being the game I yeah guess. i mean I'm, I'm happy about sora so like i'm not <laughs> it's weird like i really wanted gino in smash obviously he got a me costume so you know i'm happy yeah. about that at least but um so a lot of times people ask me they're like oh man are you mad about sora are you mad about hero or cloud i'm like you know honestly i really like like square like a lot like they're yeah. like i want chrono as well and people are sometimes like well you don't want chrono because you want gino and i'm like i kind of would be cool with either like i if they could have 10 spots for square i'd probably be happy with that so mm -hmm. and i know sword is kind of disney and not really square but obviously yeah. kingdom arts is square so you know right, it was right. a rivalry i get the rivalry well it was we'll a ride for sure you know yeah. talk more about you know all that and like you know go in depth about you and your journey as a youtuber but before we like get into any, any gaming news Kelv, how was your week? I know you've been playing a shit ton of games. Like, tell me what's going on. What's new? Yeah, I've been playing quite a few games now, man. I've been playing multiverses a lot. I've been 65 hours? putting in 65 hours into <laughs> multiverses. I don't know how the time just flew by, but here I am 65 hours in. Um, I've been playing Final Fantasy VII a little bit. The DLC, I've been playing that because I know you've been dying for me to play that for, oh, for quite some time now. So I started that, which is really fun. I'm having a great time playing that. Um, and besides that, I've been kind of dabbling here and there again, using my steam deck because that is my go-to, um, system right now. Just picking up as many games as I can. I beat resident evil three, like you guys know. So it's been, it's been quite a journey right now. I've been playing tons of games and I'm just like enjoying them for the most part. And, uh, Brandon, I'm going to call it, is it okay if I call you Brandon? Or do you like yeah, it's totally fun. fine. Yeah. For people out there that don't know, my real name is Brandon. So yeah, if that's, that's more comfortable for you guys. Spoiler it's totally cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't bother me calling Brandon. <laughs> um, so I'll probably like mix up the two. I might call you Brandon and then Papa Gino, whatever. But yeah. Papa, pa Papa you know. Brandon, that's fine. Yeah, Papa Brandon you know, works. Whatever. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Uh, what have you been playing? Like, what is what's been on your list? Anything new and exciting this week for you? So mostly multiverses as well. Um, that game totally has just you know enveloped me, uh, and, and yeah. it has like you know it has a battle pass and it has dailies. That's something I really always wished. Um, Smash had uh, would probably keep me playing a lot. I probably played the most Smash when I uh, about five or so years ago worked at a retro gaming store, and uh, I think Smash Four was out at the time. We did weekly tournaments and stuff like that, so I was playing fairly often. Um, but you know, that's so cool. 
I've kind of lost. I mean, I think we were talking about being in our thirties and stuff a little bit before this all started, before we did yeah. the podcast here. Um, and you know, you get a little older, you lose touch with some friends and stuff. It just gets right. harder and harder, especially in the last couple of years, um, you know, to get together with people and, and play uh, smash games. So, you know, without something like a battle pass or dailies, I, I have played a lot less smash over the last couple of years than um, right. I probably was doing back in the day uh, when I just had a, a more right. uh, friend group, you know, to play it all the time. But multiverse is having that really has pulled me in. Um, besides multiverses, though, I'm trying to think if there's any other game I've really played too much. Oh, I got um, actually it's behind me uh, right there. Um, what is it? Uh, limited run games. They do like the physical copies of games. I got okay. the uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors for Switch, which is like an old oh Super my NES God, game. Dude, I love yeah. that game. Yeah, I've awesome. mentioned it to Robert, and he. I don't think you knew anything. I about don't think that I tried. I think you like said it to me, and I like forgot. I like I just didn't listen or dude, something. Dude, I played that way back in the day when I was like eight years old, yeah, and yeah. I loved it, dude. I fucking loved it. But um, but yeah, and I, and I wanted to try it out on the Switch. I just never got around to it. Yeah, so that's that's one of my favorite games. Um, the Switch port is basically like just a port. Like it's pretty much yeah. just playing it. You know, if they added it to the NSO, it'd be pretty much the same as this game is. Sure. Um, I think it actually came out like a year ago, but I wanted the physical copy because I mean, I don't know if you can see it behind me. It's got the 3D glasses and the squirt gun yeah. and stuff. So I was like, man, I got to get those collectibles. So I was just a big fan back in the day. Um, so that came in like a within the week. I think I got that, and so I played that a little bit on Switch. And that was the only other game besides Multiverse I played in the last like week, probably. Okay. Awesome. Uh, just a quick question for you, man. Do you collect Amiibos at all? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> nah, I don't think uh, so. For I don't our, think uh, so. Our, our audio listeners, uh, behind Papa Gino's right now is just a wall of like Amiibos. <laughs> it's it's so, not even a corner. It's not even a shelf. It's a wall. It's just a wall. It, it is a wall. Uh, do That's you have fantastic. every single one uh, for like Super Smash? So I, I, have, I have every single North American Amiibo. Okay. Uh, at least one of them. I don't have, I think it was the, some of the early Monster Hunter ones were Japan exclusive. And I think Box Boy, which is like the most expensive, rarest Amiibo, which I wow. wish I had grabbed because I had a chance to one time at this con and I was like, nah, I'll hold off on it. Um, now it's like, I don't know, a couple hundred dollars or something. Um, but yes, I have every single Smash Amiibo. I actually have doubles of every single Smash Amiibo. Uh, so that wall behind me, um, I got these... Uh, cases they're like clear cases you put the amiibo in them and they mm -hmm. stack really well because they make them into like boxes right. so i stacked up that that giant wall um so it's actually too thick though there's like one behind there's an amiibo behind that for every every character and i have all the smash ones uh and the rest of the north american ones i have at least one of um but the smash ones i have doubles of and then i think it's is it tomorrow or is it the day after tomorrow no day after tomorrow friday uh steven alex comes out so that's the oh. new smash amiibo um which we haven't gotten one in like in a while a while min min yeah. was like the spring i think it was several months ago whatever it was right, so right. yeah it's been a while so do you yeah. know when nebo is going to be impossible to get i feel like sora when they dropped the sora nebo i was going to ask when is my sora amiibo coming out because i'm copping that day one day I mean, one that is a good question are we even going to get a sora amiibo? fair fair we yeah. don't know personally yeah. i feel like we probably will um but I think that they probably have not announced it yet simply because I think they want people to have that fresh in their mind when they go out to buy that Amiibo. And if mm. Sakurai had dropped, hey, the Sora Amiibo is happening, what was that? It's already been like a year almost. Like That was like last October that Sora got announced. If he had said that then, we're on Steve and Alex right now. Uh, I think they were going to want to do some fanfare for the Sora Amiibo. So I imagine maybe like this coming E3 or something, they'll be like, oh, by the way, here's some Smash news. Sora Amiibo is happening, and you, you know, think we're like a year like, out for, from getting him. 
something they, like that or longer. They take a while. I mean, longer, man. Yeah, it might even be longer than that. I mean, we we're like I said, we're on Steve and Alex. We got to get through Sephiroth, Pyramithra, Kazia, and then Sora. Oh my um, goodness! Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be a minute. It's gonna be a minute. Yeah, we haven't seen. I mean, we'll probably get. I'm sure we'll talk about this a bit later on here. Uh, we'll probably get a Nintendo Direct soon. That seems most people are guessing that. So maybe since Steve and Alex are coming out on Friday, mm-hmm. if we get like a Nintendo Direct, let's say within the month, maybe next week. Um, I imagine they might be like, oh, by the way, here's like the Sephiroth and Pyramithra amiibos and show off what they look like. Like I could see mm-hmm. that happening in that direct. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm so glad you brought up Nintendo because our first piece of news. What a segue. <laughs> is <laughs> we got a Pokemon Scarlet and Violet trailer today. It dropped. And here are some juicy tidbits from that trailer. We got three new Pokemon were introduced. Uh, I'm going to butcher the names of these Pokemon. It's Armourouge, the Fire Warrior Pokemon. Cerulege, the Fire Blades Pokemon, who looks badass as hell. He just looks sick. Uh, and Cloth, the Ambush Pokemon. So I haven't seen this trailer, so I'm, I'm eager oh. to like listen to what you're saying, but also watch the trailer at the same time. So go for it. Right. So, yeah. So you're watching the trailer right now in the background. Um, Pokemon will actually travel with you by your side outside of the pokeball just like the other pokemon games like pokemon go had that or let's go pikachu we also had uh Ar- arceus did that uh we caught a glimpse of victory road and some of the gym leaders you'll face there will now be gym test so not only will you have to go through the gym leader there's actually like for in the trailer they show find these five some floor in the city and that's like you have to do that before you actually fight the gym leader so hmm. that was pretty interesting team star will be the feature villain crew and it's not like your normal team rocket they're like students they're just students so it's it's kind of weird and there was a new oled switch announced as well a new pokemon scarlet and violet themed one and i think huh. it's going to retail for about 360 dollars so that was kind of like the gist of the trailer um did you watch the trailer at all, Papa, before this? Or this is the first time you're seeing it? No, I, I watched it before this. Um, yeah, I watched it this morning. I did a, a short little reaction video thing, um, but then also was like kind of looking up stuff on it throughout the day. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited for this one because I liked Legends Arceus quite a bit. And okay. this is also has that like open world element to actually. It, leans like, it seems like it's leaning more into the open world element, um, though also adding back in some mainline stuff. So it's going to probably be some sort of like in between Legend Arceus mainline pokemon game but uh yeah this this trailer looked pretty cool to me i'm still really itching to see what the evolutions for the starter pokemon are because that's mm. usually how i make my choice mm-hmm. so something we get that today we didn't um but i love that you mentioned him uh Cerul something the Cerulege, sword Cerulege. yeah oh Cerulege, yeah yeah um he Get looks awesome test. he looks yeah. awesome dude awesome yeah, i saw some gym. of the pictures um on online and he looks fantastic the other one looks cool too the one with the cannons uh yeah what is his name Amaraj, yeah. yeah, I Amor- feel like whatever. he's cool, but the other one just like t- stole the spotlight. They're just like <laughs> that one is so much more cooler. Kelv, as you're watching this, what do you what are you thinking so far? I want your real thoughts. I'm loving I'm loving the character designs. That's what I'm. That's like my first reaction. I'm like the character designs. Okay. I think they've done a really good job with a lot of the animations and just kind of giving a little bit more life to some of the characters, like the main um, the main characters in the game i like the the school kind of theme going on like obviously like you were mentioning how uh team star is more so kind of like students in a way um and and you seem like to be somewhat of a student 
Um, so it just it just kind of fits the vibe that it's going for, and I dig it. I think it's cool, and, and we're seeing the, the characters now, the Pokemon now. They look so cool, dude. Like they really do. Look, look cool. at this guy. Like he's insane looking. Yeah, he's, he reminds he's me of Scizor, <laughs> sort of like some some kind of like evolution of him, or not evolution, but you know, kind of like a a, a brother or something. You know, cousin. Like form. Yeah, yeah, like like a different <laughs> form of him or something like that. Yeah. Or evolution. My favorite Gen 1 Pokemon is Scyther, and my brother's favorite Gen yeah. 1 Pokemon is uh, Kabutops, and they both yeah. have, like, Scythe oh, arms. Yep, you know, we got yep, this guy yep. with sword arms. It's like, those Pokemon always look cool. Like, when you do that, it's always cool. Right, right. So, like, after watching this trailer, does this make you more excited to pick up the game? Do you have more faith in the game's going to be great, or they're doing a lot of stuff to entice you? Like, it's it, they actually did enough to it to make it more, like, it's not just the same old Pokemon? Or, like, no matter what, you're going to get it no matter what, basically. I'm, I'm pretty much in the same boat that I was a couple trailers ago, which was, like, um, pretty excited for the game. Honestly, the main thing that has me excited about this game was that um, I, I wasn't big on Sword and Shield. I'll just throw that out there, just being same. honest. I, I, I wasn't big on it. Yeah, um, I agree, too. But I liked Legends Arceus. I liked Legends Arceus quite a bit. Um, and so Legends Arceus kind of reinvigorated my faith in the Pokemon franchise. Like, hey, if they keep going this direction... I think I'll probably like Pokemon quite a bit. And, uh, you know, this one being open world and, and having uh, these branching paths is sort of what they showed off in this trailer that they can, you can do the um, path of the legends or something like that, where you're, that's the giant crab guy you're fighting, or you can do whatever the um, team star storyline is, yep. or you can do the victory road path, which is like the gym leaders. Um, and that is very much so an open world uh quest concept to have you don't have to do this you can do this instead or you can do this you have multiple things you can branch off and do um you know kind of make the adventure the adventure you want it to be so i i'm excited about this game because of pretty much what i was already excited about it which was just the open world element to pokemon which i think is such a good direction for pokemon to go in yeah i agree with you too when you said that the the game is kind of going on with like the the legend of rcs and also like the mainline games i think it's kind of like a nice blend as well um i i love the atmosphere that they're kind of going with i love the character designs like the the, the pokemon models like everything so far i think they're they're nailing it and this might be one of my favorite pokemon games yet because it just wow. has it's just like checking off all the lit like all the boxes right now you know and i i just love everything so far that i've seen uh, it's coming out soon you know it's coming out it's not too far off so i'm like really excited like that's one of like my most anticipated games for this year for the for like this end year so i'm excited for it yeah actually now, comes out the day before my birthday oh <laughs> happy birthday so to you, man. birthday. thank you it's in yeah. november but <laughs> well you, well I'm, i'll be sure to like you know messages be like happy yeah birthday. Send, send me a message then. yeah, 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 for, yeah. Sure, for sure shout out <laughs> um so are you doing scarlet or violet kelvin which one you do were you leaning towards <sighs> I honestly you don't, do you not care we, do you not care we talked people? about this and I think this is the first one where I'm just like it doesn't matter to me like it, it's like either one I think I, I'm it's they the, the both Pokemon, kind of, both legendaries look dope as hell um I I'll probably just go with Scarlet maybe just because I don't know I, it just kind of like I gravitate more towards the name but honestly anything else besides that it, it's it's still like a a win-win you know like i feel like you're getting great pokemon you're getting um the legendaries look dope i i, I don't see which one I, i'm getting sick and tired of and we talked about this in the past but like with the whole differences of like oh either pokemon scarlet or pokemon violet like why don't you like stop with that like just make one single game right pokemon rcs was a perfect example yeah. they did that and they did that well why come like why split the fan base why do that 
all the time. I get it, money, sure. <laughs> exactly. But like, if if Arceus is anything to prove by, like, they've done super well with Arceus, and you know, no one complained about it. If in fact everyone was like, this is the way you should do this, you know what I mean? Like, obviously the game had its faults, but the fact that the game was just one unified game, and you don't have to worry about getting another set of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a full fledged game just to play that, it, it just it tells you something, you know? Right. What, what about you, man? Are you gonna go for Scarlet or Violet? Which so I was like, I was probably going to do Scarlet because I originally did Pokemon Red. That was the game that I chose. And then I did Ruby. And I usually go that direction. Obviously, it's not Red. It's Scarlet. But Scarlet Violet is basically Red Blue, you know. Right, so they're right, going right. for here. Um, so I was probably going to go Scarlet. But so far, I love that. Um, I can't I can't think of it. Cerule Edge. Is that it? The yeah, sword guy. Yeah. yeah, he's Violet exclusive. And then the um, out of the legendaries, I kind of like the Violet legendary better because I like that it's more like a real motorcycle. And more heuristic, one... right? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. and I kind of I like that better for whatever reason, um, the look of that better. But uh, I also have some friends who have also said like before this, before the legendary came out and before this new guy just came out, they were like, oh, I'm going to get Violet. So I was like, all right, I'll probably go Scarlet so we can trade and that's all good and stuff like that. So I don't mind too much. I mean, if I go Scarlet... As long as I can get that guy for my friend and trade, and which I'm sure I'm going to be able to, right? It right. doesn't make the biggest difference in the world to me, especially nowadays. Games are online and stuff too. Even if my friend isn't around for whatever reason, I don't want to get that Pokemon. I could probably go online and trade with somebody. Like it's right. not going to be a big deal. Um, so yeah, I agree with you. With the maybe they should just drop the whole two game release thing. It makes the money, and they have the excuse of, well, that's how we've always done it. It's just the tradition. So yeah, I doubt like they it. ever will. Um, but Legend Arceus has sold well despite only being one you know version of it so maybe someday they'll drop it but uh, i don't think they're i don't think they're apt to do that anytime soon just because it does make the money so yeah right or at least add different more things to the the versions like make them more different like this one has a different story this one has a different story you can explore different places based on where you go or something like give us a little more than just pokemon a different pokemon like five different pokemon and like the legendary is different that that i think justify that would make it a little harder for people to choose you know it's it's so tough because it's like i i semi agree with that because i want like if there's a i want a justifiable reason why i should buy both or why there is two versions at the same time i don't want to have them cut content out of this one and cut content mm, out of that one that's a good point that's you know fair. splice them apart and if it was i hate to say this if it was someone other than game freaks i'd maybe say yeah maybe they can do that but as is i'm like no, let's get as much content as they can possibly get in the Pokemon games because I know they make them in like a year and try to fill Just as much as they fill can. In. Yeah, yeah, and I, I feel like uh, I don't, I don't want to see less than we're getting. I want to see if anything more. Um, so it's weird. It's Pokemon's in a weird spot, but um, this game still looks cool. I'm still excited for it. Yeah, you said you enjoyed Arceus, correct? You, you a lot. Actually yeah, had I thought a Arceus great was time. really good. I did yeah. too. Did you feel like it was empty at times though? Like there was, like there were things that were cut off that like you can kind of tell. Like oh, they kind of like you know cut corners here and there or what did you actually I mean, think of the game itself? so besides the games like i know everybody talked about like the graphics and stuff like that yeah. yes it was behind the times it, to, sure. i always described it like this i described it that it felt like playing a gamecube game that mm-hmm. happened to slip by me a really mm-hmm. good gamecube game that happened to slip by me like if i had never played um the wind waker and someone was like oh you gotta play that and i played it in 2022 I would still think it's a great game, but I would notice graphically. The it's, off. Yeah, it's right. a GameCube game. You know, it's a GameCube right. game. Guys, I'm approaching these islands. They're popping up. You know, that's, that's what it is. And that's what 
Legend Arceus felt like to me. I don't personally mind that. Like, I like graphics in games, but they don't make or break a game for me. If the gameplay is good, if the you know everything else is good, I'm cool with it. Um, as far as the game feeling kind of empty, I do wish there was more towns, non-playable character trainer battles, you know, being throughout the game and stuff like that. It definitely did feel a little bit like like most modern Pokemon games have felt a little rushed, mm-hmm. a little bit like some DLC might fill this game out, um, a little bit like um, it's not in the way old Pokemon games always felt like they were top of the line. Like this is really pushing the boundaries like Pokemon Gold and Silver. I remember when that came out and I beat the game. And the whole red and blue map was in the game. Pokemon had different um, genders. You could make you could make egg Pokemon. You could get egg moves. Day and you night could trade cycle. The, yeah, every the day and night cycle. All this stuff was like this. I, there's nothing else like this on the Game Boy. This is like a top of the line video game. Let alone a Pokemon game. This is a top of the line video game. Right. I haven't felt that from Pokemon in a long, long time. But Legends Arceus at least felt like a big step in the right direction of where Pokemon probably should have been heading over the last like decade into a more open world, more. I mean, if the Pokemon concept had been thought up today and not thought up back in the nineties, you would create a game where you're a trainer going out to catch Pokemon and you would hide in the grass. You would sneak up on them. You would throw the Pokeball, all that stuff that like we didn't have in the games because we're, we're moving forward on this archaic system that was trying to take that concept and put it onto the Game Boy. But then we've kept that for so long. Legend right. Arceus felt more like, okay, take that concept, but put it in a game today. Don't don't keep exactly. everything from before. Put it in a game today. Um, so I really appreciated it for that. I don't think it was quite where it needs to be with Pokemon. And I'm happy to see where uh, Scarlet and Violet get us. But um, I still, it was a big step forward and I enjoyed it. It was a brush of... A breath. A breath of fresh air, (laughs) um, more than like any other Pokemon game that I played in a long time. So I was very happy with it, um, but I would still like to see more. So do you think Scarlet and Violet will excel on the things that made Arceus kind of fall behind a little bit on? So I think it's going to have some of the things that were missing from Legends Arceus, because basically we've seen them... um, more trainer battles, more um, focus on battling, you know, gym leaders and stuff like that clearly is here Um, and more towns and it's going to be fully open world. So you get to explore everywhere. So like, that's great. And I didn't mind too much having the different areas in Legends Arceus, but if that's, if the focus of the game is going to be big exploration, might as well do open world today. Um, But it may take away some of the things I really liked about Legends Arceus, which is like the actual, I kind of described it like hiding in the tall grass, actually throwing the Pokemon. I really liked that, throwing the Pokemon out, having the Pokemon on the field kind of attack you so you kind of run away from them. That made me feel like I was in a living, breathing world, and it made every encounter and every catch and every battle have like a little personal story to it because it's how I played out that game. If I don't know how Scarlet and Violet's going to play exactly, but it does look like a little bit of that is taken away here. And one of the things I really liked about Legends Arceus was that like if I caught a Pokemon like let's say I I went over this mountain range and I found this Pokemon I didn't know was over there and it attacked me and I had to run away and I had to run back up on the ledge and then I had to um, sneak up on it and then I threw a Pokeball behind it and it popped out of the Pokeball attacked me I then threw another Pokemon out started a battle and then I finally caught it like there's a there's a huge connection it's a story there's a big story and connection I now have with that Pokemon and there's a lot of Pokemon that I would never have played back in the day because mm-hmm. those Pokemon, I'm walking in some tall grass. Game, you know, fight appears, run. I don't want that Pokemon. I don't like the way the sprite looks. 
that's it. That's that's the story of me and that Pokemon. Right. right. In Legends Arceus, I have all this interaction. Even Pokemon I didn't like care that much about. Um, what was it? The Shinx was in like the first stage. They're attacking you the whole time. I never knew Shinx was a Pokemon that would like aggressive. Was very aggressive. Yeah. yeah. But now right. or um Paris. Paris is another Pokemon. Paris, Gen 1 yep, Pokemon. Yep. Still never really made a connection with me. But Paris was super aggressive in the game. And it was like, now when I think of Paris, I think about all these moments I had in Legend Arceus. I think that is so key to the Pokemon franchise is getting people to connect with and love the Pokemon. And the mm -hmm. Legend Arceus format does that so much better than, right. um, you know, the, the classic Pokemon way. So I hope Scarlet and Violet has at least a good amount of that stuff in it. I do feel like a little bit might be taken away. Like the specific catching mechanic seems to not right. be there. Just adopt some of it, right? Just adopt some yeah. of it into there, sprinkle it in there. So that way it's not just like one of those things like they're famous for, for just like dropping like this, this concept, right? Yeah. Um, they come up with this great new concept and we get it for like a game or two and then they pull out some new gimmick and then some new gimmick. And, and instead of just building upon what worked and throwing out what didn't, a lot of times they just throw out everything and build new stuff. So hopefully Mega Evolution so much. Mega Evolution was like the best gimmick in my opinion. Oh, Mega yeah, Mega Evolution's yeah. worth the best. I think yeah. what is gonna make this game for me, like make or break it, is the fact that, and I think we kind of know a little bit about it, but it's gonna have like towns, it's gonna have like that traditional like Pokemon feel, but just kind of like bumped up to you know, like you like you were saying, Papa, with like the like 2020 version of it, you know what I mean? 2022 version of it. And I know Arceus tried to do that and I know it kind of had its setting. It was like in more like prehistoric times and it gave you that feeling, that setting. And I a hundred percent get that. I just never really clicked with that environment only because it just felt too wasteful. It just felt like I'm just here running around through open world, op open fields. I wanted that interaction with towns. I wanted that interaction with other people that were just kind of scattered throughout. Um, I wish there were more people involved in the open world areas where I just felt like there were just vast, open world places with just Pokemon kind of like scattered, like sprinkled throughout. Um, but I do like, I think that you made a great point with when it comes to Pokemon and getting that interaction with them and kind of giving them a personality. I feel like that's what they did really well with Arceus. They gave Pokemon like some type of personality, like you were saying, like get, giving them like that aggressive feel or like that kind of like scare tactic of like, like moving away from you. If you're like too close, like that was great. And I think they can improve on that in this one. And if they do, I mean, I'm telling you, they, they have a, a, a major hit for me. I would be like all in it. I'd be super like, this is going to be like my Pokemon game for sure. Because it has like that town, like the town interactions. It's going back to like the roots, but also evolving that. No pun intended. It just <laughs> it, it, it adds on to the layers of what made the classic Pokemon titles classic, you know, 100 percent. I and just what you were saying about building that story is like the counter of like shiny Pokemon. I remember playing Legend Arceus. I was on a flight to San Francisco and I see a shiny Yama just like in the grass. And I'm like, I'm like dead eyed. Like, I need to catch you. I need to catch you. And I'm like sneaking in, making sure I don't die. Like and I caught in, turned it into evolved into a Yamega. And it was like I felt so cool because I'm like, if it was just a sprite that like popped up. And it was just like a random account. I'm like, oh, it's cool and random. But like I worked to get that Pokemon and they right. really should hone in on that. Absolutely. I think you you hit it out of the park with with what you're saying. Like they need to recapture those stories. Yeah, exactly. And I think shiny Pokemon were one of the few things back in the day that kind of gave you that story feeling or that personalized feeling where it's like this mm -hmm. moment was so mine. It's so my moment. That I, I was in this you know area and I caught a shiny. But other than that, you know, the archaic version of Pokemon um, does, doesn't have as, as many of those moments as walking around in a world that feels more alive. Like the Pokemon are really moving around, like you're really hunting them down. 
Um, and uh, to your point, Calvin, you were talking about how this one's going to be like set in modern times or Pokemon modern times. Yeah. I think that's one thing that's um, a little bit forgettable. I mean, I liked Legends Arceus being like I dug it being caught, uh, set in the past and stuff, but um, that it was, you know, it was just a cool aesthetic. But um, I do think one thing that Pokemon did so well that a lot of people forget about is like when Pokemon first came out, like we didn't have cell phones and stuff like having the Pokeballs and having the Pokedex, which is like basically a cell phone. I remember being a kid and like, I wanted a Pokedex. I wanted the, the like the, the tech in Pokemon yeah, was futuristic. Right. Um, yeah. The PC, it was just computers were pretty new when Pokemon came out. And the idea that you would store the Pokemon in a computer was like cool to me. Um, and it kind, it kind of fell the wayside, or at least people don't talk about it as much because technology, right. I don't say it caught up with the Pokemon world, but it somewhat, you know, leveled out into something more realistic. But I mean, I remember back in the day, like I wanted so badly not just to have Pokemon be real or go out and catch Pokemon. I wanted a Pokedex. I wanted this little device that would talk or have like a screen. You never had a Pokedex? Oh, no, I did. Oh, I did. Okay. He wanted a real Pokedex. He wanted like a real (laughs) one that works. Because that Pokedex was fire. Let me tell you. No, it was awesome. I love that thing. But that was like one of the things that was like just as cool to me as the Pokemon. I think a lot of people sometimes forget that like that aspect of Pokemon is cool too. That like that technology aspect or the, the... universe the world building of pokemon isn't just the creatures it's also the world building it's also the world, the world that they're in yeah. um is pretty cool and that always appealed to me um so yeah it, setting it in the past is still cool it's still that same world but it's it's a different aesthetic than mm-hmm. the original world that caught my attention which was a little futuristic to our world and a little more pokemon focused and i, I like that that was always cool right and and just to go back into nostalgia here and the link cable just just the link yes. cable itself the yeah. fact that like you, the po- the Pokemon's going through this like little tube, this little cable, and then going to your friend's Game Boy. Like you actually thought, like, oh my god, he's actually traveling through this actual tube. He's in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that kind of stuff gets lost. Uh, one last thing about before uh, about Pokemon before we move on is I'm surprised there hasn't been any leaks yet. Usually there's leaks that come out b- before Pokemon. There hasn't been any leaks about this game. We haven't got any new forms. We, can- we-, we usually get the starters by now. I would imagine we're two months out. So based on that who are you picking as a starter without looking at the evolutions um you're going for a coco i might have to go for a coco because i mean come on now you know what I mean? but like what, what if he, what if we have an incineroar incident where he, he's just like you know you're taking a risk here i am i am type. um what's the water type of one Quaxley. Quaxley. That's the one I'm probably going to I think Quaxley, he's yeah. he's just, he has swag to him. I'm going to pick Quaxley. Yeah. He has so much swag to him and I, I feel like he's just I I'm a water type Pokémon guy. Like I I always kind of gravitate more towards po- like water Pokémon. Um I think he would be my go-to. It, it depends. It, it really depends. Um I think it's uh, it's going to be mostly I always pick the heat of the moment like right when I have to choose. I'm like, <laughs> "Oh man, I don't know which one to pick, but That's it's the best it's way to do the it. The water though. type Pokémon though. What about you? Are you a Fuego Coco guy? Or are you? Uh, um, Quaxley? actually, I'm usually a Fire type Pokemon, but Quaxley. Something about him. I think I I like the idea in my head of where I think he's gonna go, which is gonna be like a a Matador or a Admiral or some sort of like regal sword fighting guy. Yeah. Like that's that's yeah. the that's the vibe I get from him, especially because it's a Spain setting. Like I feel like that's yeah. they're gonna go yeah. something like that Three Musketeers looking guy or something. Um, so I'm probably going to go Quaxley, but I'll probably wait until I see the final evolutions before I completely lock in 
um, which Pokemon I'm going to say. On the note of no leaks, though, there are, there are like a lot of leaks for this game. I've been kind of trying to avoid them. Really? Um, I haven't seen anything yeah. pop up on the web of, of anything like that. But So there hasn't been like pictures of the evolutions of the star. I mean, there has been, but unclear if they're real or not, which okay, is always okay. what happens with Pokemon. Um, but there has been some more ones that are like, have been coming true. Like, um, what's the person's name? It's like Q or it's K-H-U. Some, I don't know how to say it. Um, they've been leaking stuff. Uh, and most of the stuff they've said has come true, but it's like vague and kind of they've done some like riddle stuff. I've been staying yeah. away from it just because I kind of want to go into the game a little bit more blind. blind. And, yeah, 100%. Um, I mean, I, obviously, I'm like a leak guy, like clearly. Um, yeah. But for Pokemon stuff, two two things that I haven't really been going too hard on it. Um, one, I kind of want to go into the game blind. And two, um, it's like with Pokemon leaks, there's always so many that like, like kind of like I said, that there'll be like image leaks that people draw and people are so good at them. And it's like concept art. And it's like, I don't want to get too attached to a fake concept art Pokemon and then have that. Mm, oh, it didn't, um, it didn't happen. And that happens all the time with Pokemon leaks. So I just, I, I try to just wash my hands of it, especially because there's so many Pokemon now too, that like, I can't remember all 900 and I hate to have in my head, like, Oh, you know, that guy, he's this. And people are like, that doesn't exist. I'm like, no, no, there's one. And then I look it up. I'm like, Oh, Oh no, wait, sorry. That was in the, speculation cycle of a pokemon game that was a fake right. sorry i thought that was real <laughs> you know and then it, like, i gotta keep myself clean here because it's like 900 yeah. pokemon to remember so 100 well there's about to be a lot more coming soon yeah. november <laughs> so real quick but, before we move yeah. on uh what you guys think of the uh oled console like that they, they showed off the switch it's 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 fine, fine right it's fine yeah. it's it's cool um would i personally want it pay 360 bucks and i already have a, uh, a switch no if i didn't have a switch then yeah i would probably get this one but i don't know if you saw the back of it though i don't know if you can pull up a picture of it but it's insane in the back it there's a bunch of like pokemon like in the back stamps almost like yeah, stamps. yeah yeah it's, it's it's really weird but there's a lot going on like the front is really clean it just has a, the two legendaries and then the back of it is just like i don't know i think it's a really cool like version of the oled oled however we're saying that oled uh switch but my thing is i'm exactly in the boat with you rob it's like i have a switch if my switch broke cool i'd probably buy this one or buy some different one yeah there it is it looks, it's like looks graffiti in the bag yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it's it's yeah i like well, the the two different paddles uh the, the joy cons i like the colors the color scheme yeah. i think that's cool well, one of the things um, that I always liked about the Switch when it first came out was that it had Joy-Cons, and I bought a bunch of Joy-Cons. I have, like, right next to me here, I have a, a ton of different colored Joy-Cons. One of the reasons I did that was so that, like, I can customize. I have one Switch, buy Joy-Cons. I can customize it all sorts of different colors. And, you know, if I'm playing this game, I want it to look kind of more mm, Breath of the Wild right. colors. I'll use the blue right. ones. If I'm playing, like, if I get Scarlet, I'll use the red ones, you know, stuff like that. Um, so, like, and they've come out with all these different models of Switch, but... Unless my Switch breaks, I probably won't buy another Switch until there's like a true Switch Pro or something down the right. line. It's like the next real Switch or next real console. For sure. Yeah, it, exactly. And here's the thing. You could always buy skins. You could always buy skins, stickers, decals, and it works the same. But enough about Pokemon. Let's move on to our next news topic. And Cyberpunk 2077 is going to get its first and last expansion next year. It's called Phantom Liberty. Uh, we got a minute tr official teaser about it. Um, it's good. It's going to skip the last gen console. So they're not PS4, Xbox uh, one, not going to get it. 
Keanu Reeves is going to return as Johnny Silverhand, which is actually super interesting that he's coming back. Um, it's going to focus on a new area of Night City. It is targeting a 2023 release date. It th- didn't give an exact date. It's very broad. They were kind of weird about that. Um, one thing that is really strange is that it's actually coming out for Stadia, which I thought was kind of already the platform, but I guess it's still still kicking. kicking. Still it's not kicking. coming out for PS4 and Xbox One, but it's coming out for Stadia. I mean, I, I think they learned their lesson with with the whole PS4 fiasco and PS and Xbox 360 thing. So, yeah. Um, and again, the CEO confirmed that th- this May, this past May, that it's going to be the last uh, expansion, the first and the last expansion of the game. So, other than that, we don't get have a ton of details about it yet, except for that one trailer where we hear V talking um, and we hear Johnny Silverhand. What are your thoughts on this, Kelv? Like, too late? Like, are, are you don't are you over Cyberpunk? Do they even? You know, I already know what you're gonna say. Honestly, it's it's funny. It's like I understand that they they got a lot of heat for for cyberpunk, and I think they're still trying to make amends with with what happened, right? With with how things swindled ended up everybody. With, with it. Yeah, everyone's kind of got swindled, but they they promised DLC, right? So this is it. I think if things were turned differently, I feel like they would probably scratch this off and be like, you know what? forget the dlc but because they did mention this they kind of have to commit to it you know um will this be the turning point for cyberpunk though you know like will this actually change people's perspectives and would they update the game enough to kind of really fix all the issues that a lot of people had with cyberpunk i don't know but maybe this could be as long as as long as the dlc has a a phenomenal story and it kind of pushes that um kind of story driven with like what the original like the vanilla cyberpunk had i think it could do well um but it it, i do feel like it's a little too late because so many people have been burnt from this game and i feel like now everyone just kind of moved on you know and they're they've already have a bad taste in their mouth and they kind of every time they see cyberpunk they're like oh i remember that game when when that first came out and a bunch of bugs and a bunch of like all this like fake hope and lost hope and all that stuff so i don't know if they can recover from this but they're also pushing this right like they're also doing an anime for for cyberpunk so they're, they're Runners, still kind of called, something like that yeah mm-hmm. the anime. so i think they're still kind of making amends and they're still trying to push this uh because i i don't think they're done with cyberpunk i think they're done with this one this first one but i i feel like there will be cyberpunk 2 at some point in the future um and then maybe hopefully that can kind of who who knows like what if they make like an anime but also like a, a show on netflix that kind of like brings back this game from like the grave you know what i mean like who knows maybe yeah uh what are your thoughts on cyberpunk papa Genos? um yeah so i i played cyberpunk um i played it when it came out and i didn't play it for very long it was Same. to me what it was for many people kind of disappointing i got caught up in the hype right before it came out. Like, oh man, it's gonna be like the next big game. Um, I got it, I barely played it. I, I just, it never pulled me in. And I like the cyberpunk idea. Like I like Blade yeah. Runner. I love right. a Cowboy Bebop. Like I like that like aesthetic big time. Um, but the game just did not pull me in. So I only played a little bit of it. Um, as far as them doing DLC, um, like you said, Calvin, I like the fact that they are at least following through with the fact they said they were gonna do this. So that's, you know, good. That's at least, um, you know, falling through with a promise. Uh, maybe if it doesn't pull people back in now, at least it's falling through with that promise. So like you also said, um, if the, the anime or Netflix show, I don't know what it is exactly, if that does good or if the franchise, the IP is still strong or ma- makes people uh, fall in love with it somewhere else. I, I think it was a, 
tabletop game first, right? Is that correct? I think so. Not sure. I, Not I would sure. have to double check on that, but I, I think it like I know the Witchers, like it was a novel series, you know, first. Right, and, right, and right, 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 right. Yep. I'm pretty sure this was a tabletop series. Um, but like, you know, if, if that uh gets an audience somewhere else and they want to make a sequel to the game, or if they just want to take another crack at like this setting and make a sequel, you know, and try to get an audience the second time. Um, doing stuff like following through with what you said you're gonna do last time definitely um has it keeps you in the good graces of your fans for future endeavors which is important um, whether or not this one um pulls everybody back or makes the game something really great i don't know though maybe it will um like i said i only played a little bit of the game it didn't pull me in but if all of a sudden i start hearing everybody say oh man they totally fixed it it's great this is what it should have been when it came out this is what everybody wanted i have the game i might pop it in and play exactly. again. like you know if you I, gotta I'm, you, you gotta remember it um there was like what over eight million people that bought this game. You know, yeah. like they have like oh, it sold copies, extremely so. well. Yeah, yeah. So these eight million people, right, have this game whether they like it or not. If this DLC turns out to be a hit and people start talking about it, you get headlines. IGN starts talking about it, and it just kind of rejuvenates the 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 talk. Um, people will be like, you know what? I bought this game. I can just download it again and and try it out and see how you know maybe maybe it is fixed. Maybe it is what they originally envisioned for this game. And I can see that kind of like bringing back a lot of the fan base. Um, but again, it just has to like really hit home for everybody. Like the, right. uh, the gameplay has to be phenomenal. The story has to be phenomenal. Like the gunplay. I think the gunplay was the, the gameplay was a little bit off sometimes. Like it just felt off. A lot of the character designs were kind of weird too. Like they, um, there's just a lot of like things that just felt weird about that game. And it just felt unfinished. So maybe, maybe this could be it. Now, do we know? If it's a free DLC or is it paid DLC? Do you have to pay for this? I'm 90% sure this is free. If they if they charge you for this, I'm like, damn, it's shady. Like you're you're you you can't. You have to you have to give this for free. Like I think so you too. Already I, have a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Just give it for free and let everyone enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have no idea if it's uh, free or paid or what, but um, if it is free DLC, and like you said, if the headlines start saying like it's good, it's fixed, this is the game we wanted, then I have it. I might pop it back in and play it again. You know, it didn't um, disappoint me to the point where I'd never touch that game again. Um, I'm so right. I I stuck around with Fallout 76, so that's oh, saying something man. about me right there. So um, if uh, this does good, you know, Cyberpunk 2077 does good with the DLC, I'll, I'll potentially go back. So I remember, um, was it No Man's Sky? I never played No Man's Sky, but I know that like burned people on its release. But nowadays, people say it's good, and I think it's been good for a while. I think they fixed it up so games can do that you know these days um the whole idea of a bad game being bad forever i think that's like a miyamoto quote like the game that you release is bad forever if you don't wait on it or whatever mm-hmm. it's not so true these days with dlc and the ability to keep working on a game Updated. after the fact yeah Absolutely. updating it so um yeah it's possible a game that wasn't great on release can get better further down the line so i i am always willing to give a game a second chance if uh, I, I might not be the guinea pig for it, but if somebody else right. says it's great, somebody else is playing it and saying it's great, and I start hearing uh, word of mouth that it's good, then you know I'll jump in too. Yeah. To be fair, I don't know if this is free or not. I'm just I'm I'm guessing. I think it. I I'm didn't like, see anything that said that it was it was going to be you had to pay for. If it. I if I just I don't know, man. If I was CD Projekt Red, I'd be like, you know what? Here you guys go. <laughs> like I'm Here you go. sorry, Merry this is like a peace offering. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. But I, I, it doesn't say I'm looking around and I don't, I don't see anything that says right. it's free or not. So I mean, we'll like like you, like you guys said, it, so, it sold extremely well, despite not getting good reviews and everything. It still sold very, very well. Um, right. So, yeah, it would be probably better to, like you said, a peace offering, kind of a 
yeah consolation prize like here you go mm -hmm. hopefully you guys aren't so mad we did work continue working on it hopefully this is more what you expected it to be um and just give it to the fans for free at, at that point because yeah they did make a lot of money on it so you were 100 right by the way uh papa genos cyberpunk is a tabletop role-playing game in a dystopian right, science fiction genre written by mike potsmith and first published by our testorian games in 1988 so wow wow nice awesome fucking awesome you knew that that's crazy i was like wait that makes it more interesting that it was a tabletop game that's cool yeah I, I thought i heard about that i had seen i think in the lead up to the game coming out there people were showing like <laughs> honestly it was when people were kind of like i don't know if this game is going to live up to expectations they show pictures of like what the you know graphics from the game or images screenshots from the game and then the original and i remembered it was the original mm. tabletop uh concept art or whatever that was in the tabletop gaming books or whatever and how if these don't match up this isn't what they wanted so that's well, why i knew that enough about cyberpunk let's move on to a pretty big news piece here we got new assassin's creed games incoming uh assassin's creed red and neo and hex so rumors are definitely true ubisoft is planning to announce not one but several assassin's creed titles on saturday including two main games and infinity so the first title is called red it is set in japan developed by ubisoft's quebec city office the other is neo hex set amongst the witch trials of the holy roman empire developed by ubisoft's montreal office it is also going to showcase a mobile title both red and Neo will be part of AC Assassin's Creed Infinity, which is a platform for future games in a series of multiple settings. We're not probably going to get this until 2024. Um, yeah, what do you guys think about them kind of releasing multiple games and announcing all these games? Now it's going to be Saturday, so we don't know yet. Um, there's also a tweet here from Jason Schreider. The rumors are true. Ubisoft plans to announce several Assassin's Creed, Creed games on Saturday including the two main games in Infinity. There's Red set in Japan and Neo and Hex amongst the Wistral, which I just said. Um, so this is 100% true. Kelv, what, do you, what are your thoughts on it? Because this is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, why? Why? Okay, well, first off, why is there so many Assassin's Creed? What's going on? What's going like, on? What, like, relax. You know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of people are Assassin's Creed out at some point. But I'm I'm kind of on the fence, you know? And I'm, I'm kind of debating if I should live stream this on Saturday because I think it starts Saturday. Um, and I, I, I'm definitely like looking forward to the Ubisoft forward because looking forward. To, uh, that's cool. Um, only because it it's int it's interesting how they have so many Assassin's Creed games jam packed into this and they're all completely different from each other. I want to see how they incorporate that all together, especially with Assassin's Creed Unity. Like I, I still don't quite understand what that is. Um, and I don't Infinity, know. From right. Infinity. Did I, what, oh, did yeah, I uh, because Unity is actually a game. Like they, yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Infinity. I'm sorry. I meant Infinity. Um, I, I feel like they, from what it sounds like, from what Jason Schreier said, it just sounds like it's going to be, so it's, he said something along the lines of including the two main games in Infinity. So is are they going to be two small games? So is it um, Assassin's Creed Red and Assassin's Creed Neo going to be two like almost DLC types and then incorporate that into one 
but infinity is also a game like like is it or is it there just like you said a hub a platform for all the games to live there's so many questions and you don't know and then on top of that you have what they just recently kind of announced right with mirage like we we have that game that they're also going to be announcing or showing off it on the ubisoft forward so it's like i'm really interested to see how they incorporate all these together i think if if i'm being honest i think i'm more so excited for uh the neo one because it i mean a setting amongst witch trials like holy what? roman empire that like, one, that you know really no no it's a japan one all the way what <laughs> are you serious we have right ghost of tsushima though they're a little no, too but late you're, that but assassin's creed man like uh, we've been wanting an uh, assassin's creed we've been wanting that for quite some time but uh sucker punch beat them to it i think you know no, so i don't know i mean that's a good question right like do we need this one coming out in japan like the, the japan version because yes. ghost of tsushima did it so well is it gonna excel on all the stuff that ghost of tsushima did you know what i mean like there's i don't know there's a lot of questions and I'm, that's why i'm mostly looking forward to um the event on saturday to see what they have to show am i gonna play most of these probably not because i mean i've talked about this in, in, in length before but the, the these huge open world massive games that ubisoft tends to make i'm just not I used to be a fan of them, but now in, in my older age, I'm just like I'm. I can't finish this. I could barely fit in ten hours of gameplay out of in a week, you know. So, for me to play these games from start to finish, it's, it's really hard for me. And we talked about this last week. Where we're like, what if they made a smaller, kind of more condensed uh, Assassin's Creed title, 10, uh, 20 to thirty hour long, and maybe which is what Mirage, seems which is, to be. sounds like what it is right so yeah. maybe that's what it is maybe we're getting something like that that's focused more on story that's focused more on um gameplay and, and not so much on the open world massiveness of like assassin creed games papa yeah um so i echo a lot of the sentiments you just said uh i have no idea what is it says infinity is that what they're calling the um Whatever yeah, the massive grouping. game, the 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 platformer hub. We don't exactly yeah. know when Infinity is yet. We just know it's going to be a huge Assassin's Creed platform. It's going to. It almost makes it seem like a mega game. Um, okay. From what we're getting from it, right? So that that definitely intrigues me, if nothing else, um, to to want to you know find out more about what's going on with all this and might maybe explain why they're announcing so many games all at once because that's also a little um, perplexing, it's like jarring, yeah. Yeah, why why do that when like why not have Mirage and then wait and then announce Neo and then wait and then you know or whatever however it goes um, to you know focus on that game because this feels like I'm just getting bombarded with Assassin's Creed games and uh, honestly I mean you you slipped up and you called it Unity and you said you got burnt out on the open world thing I'm right there with you I got flooded with Assassin's Creed like oversaturated with Assassin's Creed games yeah. I played um the first one with Altair and I loved it that was great and then the Ezio ones and then they made like sequels to the Ezio one like was brotherhood and stuff like that mm -hmm. by the time i got to um assassin's creed 3 i liked assassin's creed 3 but i was pretty burnt out on assassin's creed at that point they just, right and then they've done that ever since they've just put out so many um i kind of i watched a friend play the pirate one a little bit i think it was four and i watched um the egyptian one i thought that setting was really cool that one i almost bought because of the setting um i really like japan i like japanese stuff so maybe i'd get um what's the japanese one called Hex. No, red, 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 for red, 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 red's Japanese yeah. one. Hex is the the witch um, trials, hence witch, witch trial one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, yeah. See, now I have so many, I can't even like. <laughs> I feel like I'm. I feel like this is a constant thing with Assassin's Creed to oversaturate, yeah. um, and that can yeah. be a bit of a problem. 
Um, so yeah, maybe I'll play red because the setting's cool, but maybe not. Either way, though, I am excited. Or I don't know if excited is the right word. I'm intrigued to find out That's what. Um, yeah, what this is all about. I'll definitely watch it. I want to see what their plan is or why they're telling us about all these games all at once. So it's intriguing, interesting, whatever you want to say, it, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys want to hear a Robert theory, a big Robert theory about Assassin's Creed? Um, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Infinity. What I think it's going to be, what I think would be the optimal way they should do it. So you guys just went off and said there's so many Assassin's Creed games that it's so it's hard to to keep up. Like I don't I even think know, I know where the, you're going with this. I don't know where the fifth one is. I don't know where the sixth. One, I have no idea. I just know that they're set in different timepieces. What I think Infinity is going to do is right now on PlayStation Plus Extra, you can play most of the Assassin's Creed games, including your membership. So you could go Origins. I think Origins, Odyssey, Valhalla. I think I think they're almost almost all of them are on there. Okay, and I know Origins is now in Game Pass. People want they want you to play these games. So what I think Infinity is going to do, it's going to be this giant hub. You're going to walk in with your character. You're going to be like you, right? And you're going to be able to jump into each of these timepieces. You want to go into Valhalla? You go in here. You'll go into be an assassin in the Viking time. I think they're setting up by different timepieces to where it's a lot more manageable for people. An to Assassin's actually... Creed multiverse? Essentially. <laughs> Yes, interesting. It's, it's what it is, but making it digestible for everyone. It's or, neat and organized to where, like, I don't know what game I'm going to play because there's just like a bajillion of them right now, and they just keep updating that hub with a new timepiece. Hence, red hex. Like, and then you just how you complete the game. You it, you basically can't really complete the game because it's so many different. So that's why maybe it's what called Infinity because it could go be timeless different verses. I guess like you know what I mean, different time periods. So that's what I think they're trying to do with Infinity. I don't know. I, that just makes sense to me. Interesting I, theory. Yeah, I, I dig that theory. Actually, if they did that, I think I'd, I think I'd like that, actually. If Assassin's Creed became a game where it's like a hub game and they just make different time periods and they add it to that, it'd probably be a lot more um, easy to digest if you have it that way. So, yeah, if, if that's what this is and that's why they have multiple, why they're like, and the first two new time periods that they're going to have are these two and it's just going to always add to this um that would make sense so yeah cool theory i like it did they mention i think i talked about it last week but did they mention infinity being um a live service type of thing or no i think they did i think it was like their most ambitious project and it's going to keep going so i don't know if it's something that you like buy right away it might even be subscription based for all we know which would mm -hmm. be annoying but right. it could be i can see that being I can see that doing well. I, I think that would solve a lot of the issues that I have, right, when it comes to Assassin's Creed, where if you make it, and, and again, we talked about this in length, but it, like making it as like a Destiny type of like PVE or something, right, where you can just jump into um, a, a friend's like server and, and just kind of like mess around and be, both of you guys are assassins and you can, you can like time travel or you can go into like different other worlds and, and, and just like, you know, just go into other worlds and just explore and then and do like different missions and stuff like that could be cool. That could be something interesting that you're not really like forced to like play story in a sense, but you're just more kind of making the stories yourself with your, your, your right. friends. And it's the framework's already done. They already have like ancient Greece set up. They have Egypt set up. They have 
the you know the vikings are all set up like all the frameworks done they just have to import those worlds obviously make changes stuff like that but sure sure everything is pretty much set and done for them and i think that they should continue to make like these single short titles like mirage seems like to be for the people that just want to go into the story but for the people that just want that massive huge world this is perfect yep yeah and I know that a big part of the Assassin's Creed games or something that they've gotten a lot of praise for is their their maps and the fact that they take like historical areas and they mm-hmm. actually like recreate them really well. Um, so not just scrapping those maps and having them, oh, they were part of that game and that game's gone and it's gone forever or whatever, but pulling all that back. I heard some story I read on, I don't know if it was like some article or something about some kid who was in like, he was in Rome or something. And because of Assassin's Creed, his like school field trip got lost. And he was like, Oh, I, I know that like location. If you go over here and here there, I found like, and he got them like where they were trying to go or something. Cause he had played That's so much insane. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So, and he just did it based on, you know, the map that he knew from that game. So um, yeah, it'd be, that would be a great way to also incorporate all those settings and all the maps and all the work they've already done, creating those, those landscapes and areas and everything. Um, and put them all back into a game and get use out of them. So yeah, it's a, it's a cool theory. I hope that is what it is now that you've put, put that in my mind. I hope that's, that's what they yeah. do. Well, our questions will be answered on Saturday, right? Kel? Yeah. So I think, I think, I think I'll live stream it. I don't have anything to do with Saturday. So um, there you go. definitely check that out. Yeah. We'll know, we'll know Saturday and we'll report back on uh, next week. What, uh, what exactly happened? Um, last piece of news. Um, it's kind of a sad one because we're multiverses fans and, it's not that bad. Uh, it's not. It's, it's not, not terrible. That it's not that bad. It's not it's like they're shutting down Well, no. Well, if you're if you're watching this, it's it's tomorrow. But if you're listening to this, it's already out. Yeah. Uh, Gizmo was delayed for a multiverses. The release date for Gizmo, the new character joining multiverses roster for Gram from Gremlins, is delayed until Thursday. So if you're audio, he's already out. Um, currently, multiverses also confirmed Stripe from Gremlins, Rick from Rick and Morty, and DC's black adam so not that big of a deal of the news i was kind of being a little ridiculous with that as far as like saying like it's really sad but it's really just a, a day you know or two days i don't know he's coming it was supposed days. to come out two monday days. or something like that yeah or tuesday it was supposed to come out it was tuesday. tuesday and then yeah three, yeah it, it wasn't yeah. like 10 days or two weeks you had to wait or a month yeah. you had to wait for this guy so um what do you think of, of them just like kind of announcing it like that? Like, oh, he, he was supposed to come out, but now he's not coming out for in like two days. Does you guys really care about it? Or you're just like, do you think it was well done? I don't know. I think this game is uh, it's interesting how this how they're they're kind of showing off a lot of their characters. And then we talked a little bit about this, Rob. Yes. So before we we go into that rabbit hole of, of okay, because we're going into some <laughs> yeah, rabbit yeah, yeah. hole right now, dude. What do we think of the pick of, of the character what? of like Gizmo, oh, Gizmo, Gizmo, Gizmo himself? Yeah. Yes, good, he's fine. bad, me, okay. Yeah, I think he's okay. I, I, I mean, do we need Stripe and Gizmo? I don't know if, but I, I, I don't see why. I, I got to see his play style. I got to see his play style. Um, but I, I like that they're using different characters and not just like human based characters like like, you know, like you have. So they're not just grabbing all every DC. Yeah, I want yeah, more yeah. like Scooby Doo. I want like different like animal kind of based characters to kind of like differentiate a lot of the characters that they have. Um, so I'm OK with this. OK, what about you? Uh, Papa? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely uh, happy with Gizmo. I think it shows that they can branch out into like 
obscure not, i guess not really obscure but you know they're movies they're older stuff outside um, the box kind of, kind of like characters outside the box characters yeah not what you would necessarily expect given the roster so far and i, I think doing that especially early on here is going to show the the length that they can reach out for what can get in this game which i think is important to show so i'm, mm -hmm. I'm happy with gizmo i think he's um yeah, I like the Gremlins movie when I was a kid, so like I'm I'm cool with it. Um, I definitely think he has a cool moveset potential. I agree that he's not like uh, I like that we have Iron Giant. He's this gigantic character. Gizmo's probably gonna be tiny, and he's not you know a human That's character. That's gonna be ridiculous, actually. Imagine the two of them on yeah. screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so it's gonna be cool. Um, as far as Gizmo and Stripe, like getting two Gremlins characters, I was talking to somebody earlier today about it. Um, and just that like it, it is a little weird because we're gonna have a roster of only like about. I think 20 characters, if they added both Gizmo and Stripe, what are we at, 17 right now? So regardless, we don't know the order. We don't know how many characters are going to get here before Gizmo and Stripe end up on the roster. We're going to have about 20 characters, two of which are going to be from Gremlins, which is, I won't say obscure, but it's a bit of a niche thing. Mm -hmm. um, so like, it's kind of like, well, is that the best, is that the way to put your best foot forward or should they be doing more known characters at the beginning? Um, but one thing I did think about was that this game is focused on doubles. It's all about teams you know two characters together is two characters together mm, yeah, but i think point. a lot of times when they release characters if they can they're probably going to try to do like rick and morty finn and jake you know um scooby and velma get two scooby-doo characters in there get at least two dc characters in there get two gremlins characters in there um even though you could do either gizmo or stripe and save the other one for months down the road to just make the roster as different as possible but i think right. what they're going for is a lot of the the team stuff. They can get at least two characters from a franchise. They probably will so that there is that, whether or not it, you know, makes a big difference gameplay wise, but that there is that you can be a gremlins team. You can be a DC superhero team. You can be a Batman Harley mm. Quinn team. You can be a, a adventure time team. You can be a Steven universe team. There's at least enough characters to do that. So I think that's probably why we're getting two gremlins characters early on, but that's just kind of my thoughts on it. Yeah. I mean, as long as they don't pull a fire emblem with smash, <laughs> that's that's they're doing they're doing the right thing they're doing it right they're doing it right as long as they don't like just destroy you know just litter all these characters from the same ip i i think they're doing okay i think two is is fine for now like don't that, that's that's like okay stop i don't suspect we'd get any more gremlins characters at least not for a long long time i think this is probably it for gremlins characters but i think they want two so that you can do that that doubles thing as far as like a fire emblem situation they probably have to take something a little bit um like if, if there's a lot of looney tunes or a lot of dc superheroes i'm not gonna be that mad at that that feels like pokemon getting a lot of characters or mario getting a lot of characters it's when they take something that's just a little more niche and they give it a lot of characters that's mm -hmm. when i feel like you get that fire emblem situation not that the series doesn't deserve a lot of characters but when it's taking up a large chunk of a roster you know it does does give you that feeling though i will say multiverses with the model of just endlessness just giving yes. characters forever mm -hmm. that might solve it right there i mean even if we get like let's say we get like eight steven universe characters before we get eight dc characters am i really going to care knowing next month there's another character and the month after that there's another character and next year there's more character like you know i might not care because it's like things will just catch up and even out eventually so you know i think that solves it yeah this this game could be huge and, and we talked a little bit about this but when, when it comes to smash 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 ultimate let's let's kind of talk about smash ultimate a little bit right where we we knew that there at some point there was going to be an end goal right we we knew it was going to end at some point with mm -hmm. multiverses they they're in a great situation here where they can 
kind of do what they want Go forever right? like they could make this a live service game and they could continue playing they can continue playing like the long run make this multiverses and just stick it doesn't have to be multiverses two it doesn't have to be multiverses three it's just strictly multiverses and like you said papa Gino, it's just make this game a live service game so that you can continue getting characters right in the long haul you know and, and there it, it tracks people for the, yeah. for the long haul as well because now they want to be more invested because they know that they can just stick with this game and not have to wait for the next installment to go through they could just stick with this for for as long as they can and they can put right. the hours into it and they know what's not gonna be like well i gotta learn a whole new game in like three years four years and it's gonna be right. not relevant anymore so and as far as the characters go i i i'm enjoying a lot of the character announcements i just feel like the way they're announcing them is a little just chaotic sometimes i just feel yeah. like the way they announced them, it's it's okay, but like they, they've announced Rick, cool, right? Um, or I'm sorry, Morty. Uh, who's 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 out right now? Morty. Morty. Right? Morty's Morty, out. Morty's Morty's the newest character. Rick is coming Unless out Gizmo's soon. Out. <laughs> but Gizmo's is com- Gizmo's coming out like tomorrow. But that was announced like way before Rick and Morty and uh, Black Adam as well. So it's just like there's no consistency of like how they're releasing these characters from what it seems like. And again, this is like the beginning, you know, they're starting off They're They're making sure like this is still a beta, right? So we're still kind of ironing out some of the kinks and, and just like questioning what they're doing. Um, you mentioned obviously before Papa Gino that these characters are already set in stone. I'm sure they have a list of characters that they already want to announce and show off and probably already started building. Um, but the way they're announcing them just kind of seems a little just, uh, wacky it's i don't want i don't want to say this is a strong word but like sloppy sort of right we're not just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah like hey we're yeah. just throwing all these characters at you and fine but at a certain point it's just like all right like where's the consistency here like what what are what's what's the end goal for this as far as like who are we getting how are we getting them i think you mentioned a great point where like if they're doing this like two team-based thing like that's really cool um i know there were some leaks um we mentioned about it when rob was gone but um with um the witch of the west right could could be possibly leaked and then also um beetlejuice as well like that would be for me i i would love beetlejuice in this i would love animaniacs like i would love those characters to be in this um but with how they're releasing these characters i, I wish there was a little bit more umph to them and i know this is a smaller studio um, even though they have Warner Brothers backed up on them, but it just feels like the way they're announcing these characters are just like kind of posts on Twitter. And, you know, I know they don't have the funds for like Smash Brothers, but it just, I, I wish there was a little bit more when it came to like more hype when it came to the characters that they're announcing. Is that a product of Super Smash Brothers and 100%. how we're spoiled by, by Super Smash Brothers? Because if that oh, yeah. didn't exist and they were just doing this, would we say anything? Would you be like, all right, cool, new character? Or because Smash is out and they did the cutscenes, they did like focus on a story. That yeah. I, I will say this they, they, they're not doing a bad job by any means. You know, they're doing a fantastic, especially like on Twitter. Like I know, um, uh, Brandon, you're you're heavy on on Twitter, so you know Tony is constantly posting and constantly like just giving everybody like updates on like how this game is being built and like what they're fixing and what the update's gonna be next. Like he's doing a phenomenal job of like just keeping us in the loop, and I love that in any studio, you know. Um, but they're doing a great job of like just letting you be a part of the community and just like saying, Hey, this is what's happening next. You know, I, I understand you guys are frustration. This is going to be tweaked at some point. We're working on this, like a lot of heavy communication, which I love. Um, and again, it's not their fault that, you know, they're, they're not getting these like high budget, like trailers, but I just wish that would be something maybe in the future, you know, that would be something that they can work on. 
Yeah, I definitely agree. Their um, transparency, their community building, and their communication yeah. is like top notch. It's really top great to see. Hundred percent, I agree. Um, which I think is going to do wonders for this game and building it going forward, um, keeping people, uh, you know, happy with the game and knowing what's coming next and everything like that. Um, but I, I do agree with. Uh, it, it's weird. So at, on some level, I think we have been spoiled by Smash and the CGI trailers and the huge. Um, I don't know what to call it, hype that builds up before a character reveal and, and you know, the announcements is right. a gigantic thing. Um, and obviously, Multiverses feels a lot like Smash. It's a platform fighter with character reveals and who could get in. It has it has all that to it. Um, but I, I do think the the haphazard weirdness of the reveals, you, you're you right about that. It's not just like being disappointed that it's not this big CGI event for every character. It's also like, Okay, at Comic-Con, we got LeBron James, Rick, and Morty announced. We got LeBron, then Morty got delayed. We got Morty. We still don't have Rick, but we're getting Gizmo. The season right. one started, and we got the login screen with Black Adam and Stripe, but we don't have them right. yet. So it's like this weird, like, I know about a character, but I don't know when they're happening. I have, season like, one part. ends in November, so it's like, we yeah. know it's ending in, like, we're well, like, yeah, we know they're start. Yeah. Yeah, we know it's coming in a few months at least. Like, Rick will be here by November. Black Adam and Stripe will be here by November. we got Gizmo. And um, the way that they've shown off the characters has been different. It's like we got a CGI trailer that had um, Iron Giant and I think Taz, I think maybe we're new in that trailer. And before that, Velma was just a tweet without even a picture of her. But that was sort of like, that was in closed alpha days. So, you know, that's kind of forgivable, but that's that's what happened with that. Um, And then Gizmo, they, they just announced... Black Adam and Stripe were just the login screen when season one started. Basically, Which is, they're not. Where are they? Like they they're on yeah. the log. I stare at them like, where is this character? If, if it's, it's <laughs> yeah. like a tease, it's just teasing me. <laughs> it's it's weird. Uh, so it's, it's been really weird. But I do think they're in open beta. I think they're just kind of getting a feel for how they want to do things going forward. I think the key here, even less so than like this big hype CGI trailer, is just consistency is going mm-hmm. to be like, it's going to kind of fix that, I think, feeling. I think once we get, I don't know if we're ever going to catch up. Maybe it's always going to be like this, but I hope we eventually catch up and we get Black Adam, we get Stripe, we get Rick. We'll obviously have Gizmo. We might even have him already. I don't know when you're listening to this. Um, and then, you know, going forward, whatever the next character of is, if it is Beetlejuice and Wicked Witch in October, then, you know, they'll come out or they'll be announced and they'll come out. And, uh, you know, then when season two starts, maybe the season two login screen won't give away the characters or maybe they'll give away the first two characters and that's okay because then that's how we learned about them and then right before they happen we'll get a small little cgi teaser like we did with gizmo and you know i don't know how it's going to happen going forward but i do hope they get some consistency even if it's not this big cgi thing if it's an in-game rendered i think gizmo's trailer was like an in-game rendered. Gizmo's yeah. fine yeah the yeah. way they did that i think it's fine again i'm not expecting like these big budget like hype trailers that they have on like nintendo directs for example but something that kind of gives you that like incentive to like oh i can't wait till the next trailer pops this, up this, yeah. i can't wait till that comes out you know give, yeah. give us a reveal i want a, a yeah. moment where i can go okay tomorrow there's a re- reveal it's at this time i'm sitting mm-hmm. there at my computer i'm excited play yes. the video Oh, sweet. That character. I just want that. It doesn't have to be, yes. it can be literally gameplay, but like, just give yeah. me that. Um, so hopefully they get more steady and consistent with, with that, because I do think that's important, regardless of it being as hyper, as polished as a smash reveal, just give me a reveal at least. Um, Cause the way they've done it so far has been, we've gotten like some reveals and some things are revealed that we don't have yet. So it's very it's wishy-washy. It's yeah, yeah. Wishy-washy haphazard. Uh, I think it's sloppy, messy. I, I, you know, some of those sound worse than whatever, but, yeah, let's 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 just get things consistent and clean and, and go forward that way. So hopefully they, they get doing that. Listen, all I know 
is Papa Gino's is the goat. Uh, that's from yes. Eric Shaw, and you. you guys are all great. Um, what do you hope for the most from the supposed upcoming direct? Real quick, I'm just gonna say Breath of Wild two, and I hope they show us Metro Prime four. That's that's kind of my two. Oh, I was gonna say I was gonna go a little bit before that. I was gonna say Metro Prime. Um, like just like a remaster yes yeah. that's all i want mm. right now like metro metro prime 4 i I'm, i can wait for that I, I want the remaster i want to play like the the oldies because I, I it's been a while since i played them and With updated wanna, controls kinda, like updated controls like the you know the whole thing um so that's what i'm kind of like looking forward to and it, it should be on the horizon yeah i want to see uh breath of wild 2 is like my number one thing i want to yeah. see i've been waiting so long to see that game um so i just i want to see that i want it to blow my mind with whatever they've been working on because it's been a while. I, I thought it was going to be a quick turnaround. Like it's going to be breath of the wild with some nice, uh, you know, quality of life improvements for you. Um, but now it's been, I think a longer development cycle than any other 3d Zelda game has had. So like, we still don't know the title, like, yeah, we don't, we don't know what it's called. <laughs> the problem is, is that they have to follow up. What's probably the best Zelda game of all time right now. And they're like, we'll see a trailer or do you think we'll see just a title like do you think that how far are they in in production i think we're close I, right yeah we gotta be close it's supposed to come out in spring spring 2023 um the breath of the wild had an e3 so that would have been what three four months ago um the e3 before breath of the wild came out right, which came right. out in spring and they showed off like a ton it had game you know it had um not gameplay uh demos people could play of the great plateau mm. it showed off yep. a ton of stuff from the game um and that was you know we are closer to the game coming out now supposedly unless they delay it again um <laughs> than we were when we learned a lot about breath of the wild and we don't know the name of this game so yeah i'm hoping we get the title but honestly they've shown some stuff from the game already over the last few years so not much but they've shown something so i think we will get a full-blown trailer with the title and, okay. and hopefully from now on, it's just going to be every couple months. Here's more Breath of the Wild news. Here's more, you know, awesome. just really hype us up until it comes out. Um, as far as other things, I think it'll be in the direct. Uh, there was some rumors about, I think, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess being ported from the, Wii U. Apparently a, yeah. a major Zelda blowout for this one. Yeah. They should just do so, a Zelda direct. It should just be all Zelda and that's it. I'd be fine with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'd love to see the Prime remaster. If we do see something for Prime 4, that'd be cool. If they save Prime 4 for like, the big E3 thing, because Breath of the Wild sure. will be out too, will be mm-hmm. out by then. Um, that's fine with me. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of just cool with anything. I'd love to see Nintendo Directs always surprise us with something. I'd love to see like a Pikmin 4 or a new Star Fox or, you know, something more out there for yeah. Nintendo Punch yeah. Out. I'm a big Punch Out fan. I don't know if they'll ever revisit it, but new um, Super something Mario, you know, anything Odyssey new 2. Super- right, exactly. Like, yeah. What are we, you know? They always Odyssey have something up their sleeve. Like they could just uh, pull out anything and, and it will be happy because their games are just that incredible that. Yeah, they have all these IPs. Totally, yeah. Um, so that wraps up our news for the week. Um, we're gonna go in in-game chat where we're just gonna have a conversation with you, Papa okay. Genos, and uh, just talk about like how you be a YouTuber, all your stuff, and yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so, you want to go first, Kelf? You want to ask him? Uh, you want to fire away? Sure. Why not? Yeah, so I've been talking. A this lot. is gonna be interesting because again, Papa Genos he he's known for for his youtube channel he's known for all his leaks and all his rumors and all his speculations but like no one really knows who papa Gino's is and i think that this is going to be a great time to like really dive into who he is and first i want to just start off with how did you start 
like what made you want to do YouTube? Like what made you just start? Hey, you know what? I'm going to start a YouTube channel. Yeah, sure. Um, so it's it's not a uh, what do I want to say? I don't know exactly where to begin with that question because it's kind of something I've maybe been turning over my mind for a long time before mm. it actually happened. And it wasn't totally a decision to be like, all right, I'm going to make a YouTube channel. Um, so when did the light bulb go in your head? And like, when did it snap? And you're just like, okay, I'm doing this. So was there a moment? Kind of. So okay. basically um, way back in like, brawl speculation days which in my opinion was the beginning of smash speculation because smash 64 i think i heard about it in nintendo power maybe a month or two before it came out and there was like those commercials with the um guys in the the mascot outfits or hitting each other so like classic, classic. yeah it was, it was great oh my but god there, you love that but there was like very little hype for smash 64 it just kind of came out yeah, yeah. <laughs> the song of like um and then smash 64 to melee was like it was early internet days. I don't remember too much speculation between that. I don't know if I even knew. I definitely knew Melee was coming out for a little bit before it happened. But again, this was like gaming magazine days more than like internet, internet. days. Probably some early right. forums. I think I did a little bit of like uh, cafeteria smash speculation with friends talk, you know, um, just like anybody would. I, I kind of remember uh a picture of ice climbers being online and people think it was eskimo bob if you guys remember so close yet so far <laughs> yeah, yeah it was like a right. flash animation from like super early internet days and then um i know i don't remember if it was after the game came out or beforehand but somebody said roy was in the game and i remember thinking oh the koopa they picked one of the koopalings they picked roy and then that happened i remember oh. a game magazine did a april fool's joke about um Sonic and Tails were unlockable in Melee because they had the, like two spots that are there. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was like the first like Smash fake leak thing or whatever. So whatever, I was into it back then, but it was in the lead up to Brawl that I made a Smash Boards account. Um, I wanted three characters in the game. I wanted Banjo, I wanted Little Mac, I wanted Gino. Um, and so there's a pizza restaurant called Papa Gino's. Uh, it's spelled G-I-N-O instead of G-E-N-O. And I was like, ah, that's funny. I'll make that my screen name. So I made that my screen name on Smashboards and speculated Smash stuff ever since. Always, you know, kept up with it and stuff. Um, I worked at a retro gaming store for like five years from like, I want to say like 2012, 13-ish until... Um, I don't know, a, li a little bit before, to 2018, 2017, 2018, somewhere in there. What was the name before. of the store, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I don't like to say what it was okay. because okay. it does still exist. I don't own it. Um, is but, it uh, where is it located in the Midwest or East Coast? No, East Coast. Uh, I think okay, the, so it's, it's different than what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah, the first, I mean, if somebody wants to do the research and find it, I don't mind. I just don't want I know the owner. I don't want to. Right, like, right, right. No, no, no. Um, because I used to work at a retro game store, too okay and they had uh, they had a couple stores around and stuff like that so i, want, I was just wondering if it was the same store <laughs> we we had one that was in florida i think and we had a few on the east coast so it was it was a pretty it was a chain it was a chain okay. um but it was mainly located about an hour away from here um is, is okay. one of the main stores and they still they still exist anyway i i worked there and it closed because my mall closed as so many malls around the country have closed over the last few years right. Mall life has died to amazon that's just a thing um <laughs> And so with retro game stuff, you know, you have that huge supply of retro games. You either, um, you know, you can't just like start a new location without uh, having retro games. So uh, it was yeah. either like keep it in, in the mall that we were in that was dying or move it to a much more affluent 
city and take all the inventory and move it there. And since you can't just open a store and buy inventory offline, I mean, you can, but generally retro game stores, you want to get that like, trade-in stuff or whatever. So, right, right, so, get it. Yeah, so the owner of the store decided to move all the stuff there. So me and uh, one of the other guys who worked at that store, we were going to open up our own retro gaming store. That was like hmm. early 2018. We were like, maybe we'll op- we'll just, it moved out of our town, but maybe we'll open up one on our own. Dream, gl- yeah, it would be awesome. Um, I'm kind of glad I didn't because I, w- I was going to sell like my collection of, of gaming stuff. That was going to be like what we we're going to put in the store. Um, and honestly, over the last two years, I won't get into all that, but I'm it, hindsight's 2020. I'm kind of glad I didn't open up a store right before all that stuff happened. Right, right. right. I, yeah. I, I don't think Dodge it would have lasted. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but one of the things that was on my mind, if we did that, because it was one of the things I wanted to do in the retro game store that we had, but I didn't because I wasn't the owner and I, you know, whatever, just association with the name of the store and everything, um, was I wanted to kind of do like a video game Pawn Stars, you know, that's, that show Pawn Stars, yeah. where like yeah. people trade and stuff. I was like, you know, honestly, there's such a gaming culture out there. And I still think this is a good idea for a YouTube channel. So if anybody out there wants to make this YouTube channel, like, go ahead. Like, you can steal this idea. It's totally fine. Fantastic idea. Fantastic. Yeah. If, if, if you own a retro game store, um, people trade stuff in and you can do, uh, I mean, maybe you're not filming the customers or whatever, but you can do, hey, today we got, because we got crazy stuff traded in all the time. Like, I saw some insane stuff um, mm-hmm. that I would never see. We got a Vectrex. Uh, we had inbox games, sealed old NES games and stuff would come through, uh, all kinds of crazy stuff. And we'd get like Pokemon games and, you know, the, the saves, people didn't get rid of their saves. You can check like, oh, what Pokemon did this person have on their oh, team? Wow. So I was, thought like, it would be so cool to do a, a YouTube channel where you're like, okay, this week's trade-ins, like the best trade-ins of the week, or let's go through that would be Pokemon really cool. games. Like, yeah, I had all these cool ideas for it. Um, so if we had opened up that store, I was going to also do a YouTube channel for the store but it would, I think it would pull in customers potentially Coincide if it took off. With it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it'd be great. Um, so that, that was like the, the, the original, my original idea for like a, a gaming YouTube channel was, was that. Um, but then that didn't happen, didn't transpire. So shoot ahead till the summer 2018. I think that's what it was when Smash Ultimate. So Ultimate got like announced with that Splatoon mini teaser, which I think mm-hmm. was in the spring 2018, which is when I was thinking about making this store. Um, that fell through. A few months go by. It's the summer. Um, the E3 where everyone is here happens. And I'm on Smash boards all the time, like speculating mm-hmm. Smash stuff. So the E3 where everyone is here happens. And I was like, this is amazing. It was like within two or three days of that, I decided I'm going to do the Papa Gino's YouTube channel. And my original idea wasn't like, I'm going to be the guy for Smash speculation. My original idea was I'm on Smash boards. Um, I had this theory about Mock Rider. Um, yes, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, which is the... Uh, it's an old NES game. So I had this theory about, I think it was this action figure that Sakurai, I won't get into the whole theory, but like this action figure Sakurai bought and he said he used it to model a character. Yeah, and yeah. So I had this cool theory and I typed it all out and made like a thread. And I was like, you know what would bump up this thread is if I had a little video explaining it because I just feel like I'm not the best person in, in text. I'm much better talking. I feel like I've always, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's just, I don't know. It's just something about myself. Comes I feel natural like I feel too. Like, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think some people are, are good in text. I'm not, I, I don't, I, my voice doesn't come across in, in writing. Um, so I was like, yeah, maybe I'll do, I'll do a quick video and talk about this theory I have. Cause I think it's pretty good and I want to get it out there. Um, so I made a video for that. And then after I did that, I was like, well, I'm looking around these other YouTube channels and I don't really see anybody doing, um, like there, there were channels talking about leaks or rumors or stuff, but not too much. And they were always not to, 
diss any particular channel or anybody who was out there doing it. Diss but, um, diss yeah, them. Diss them. Yeah, they, were, they, were, they were amateurs, man. They were nothing <laughs> um, but I'll, I'll put it this way. Like, I would go on YouTube and I would have loved to sit down and watch a, you know, leak, smash leaks or smash speculation uh, stuff. There was a little bit of that. But whenever I watched the like, character speculation, it was just like, maybe this character would get in. Their moveset could be this. That would be pretty cool. Okay, bye. And yeah. that was it. And then I'd go over on the smash boards where, where I was used to. I'd been for like a decade and people were like, oh man, no, you got to follow this guy uh, like Verge Ben or you got to follow this uh, particular ben, yeah. leaker or you got to follow this guy on game FAQs because he's gotten something right before or this particular leak, um, you know, about this Nintendo Direct. This one piece of it came true. So maybe the rest of it in Smash Boys was always, you know, that was what I considered high quality, like, talk mm-hmm. about what we might actually get so if you're right. on smash boards you had an idea of what characters were probably coming if you were just going around youtube you you didn't like you were probably just is in the dark people just throwing people. darts basically just right right so, yeah exactly so unless you did the research unless you were really in that that zone so i was like all right well i'm gonna make um a couple of videos on the big you know leaks that are happening here because if i already have this one theory about mock right i'll do a couple other character theory videos a couple other leak videos and I don't know, it was within like the first five videos or so within that first month, like, so my videos started getting a lot of views and a lot of subscribers. And I just, I must've hit that algorithm. Um, It was probably, I didn't think about it quite like this at the time, but I think it was a channel I wanted to have exist that didn't exist. Mm -hmm. And I was filling a niche that a lot of people were, um, a a lot of fans were out there for. Yeah, dreaming for, yeah. Yeah. so I was taking something that did already exist in like a forum form and I was turning it into a YouTube channel um, and it just started, you know, gaining steam. So that's really how it started. So my advice always to people doing YouTube channels is find something, first off, find something you're passionate about. Cause I think mm-hmm. kind of fake passion never right. works. Um, and then also if you can, if you can find something that you would want to watch that does not exist, if you can make that thing exist, that's that's the best thing. Right. Um, so, but it, again, I have that other idea about the retro game store. If someone wants to steal that, feel free. I, I don't care. <laughs> like anybody out there, <laughs> like, feel like free. Thank you. Put it out there right now, everyone. You're yeah. hearing it first. Like that's an idea for free. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's 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 how I started on on the the YouTube channel. It was not exactly like one day I woke up and said, "I'm going to be a YouTuber. I want this to to work. I want this to happen." It was much more organic and much more. Um, by chance a little bit and sort of mm-hmm. just uh just kind of happened um so yeah that's that's the story of that i love i first of all i've been again watching your channel for for quite some time ever since Thank you. you know we we basically started the whole journey with uh, ultimate right and mm-hmm. it's you you were definitely 100 percent the person to go to with the yep. the leaks and speculation because you're just very detailed you, you know exactly what you're talking about and you lay out the facts, you know, Thank you. the facts of what is there, like what's presented in front mm-hmm. of you, you know what I mean? And it may, it may not be true. You know, you're, you're kind of going based right. off like 4chan and stuff like that. Obviously, that's the whole point. But you you lay it out in a way where it's just like, OK, well, this is what's out there on the Internet. This is what's out there on 4chan. This is what's out there on the um Smash forums. This is what I'm presenting to you. But you do it in such a way that's like entertaining. And I and I just. I was like, oh man, that could be exciting. Like, oh man, that's really cool. Like just very informative. And I, I just love that about your channel. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I, I tried to do that. I mean, I definitely, um, in the early days, I think there was a little bit of, uh, you know, I, I kind of figured out what worked and what didn't work. And uh, I did some things, I think in the early days, I w- was more opinionated. And then I kind of tried to uh, reel that back a little bit. You just, 
it's weird when you're like filming yourself, you don't necessarily catch that you're being opinionated or that yep. people mm. are only going to see you for like this little 20 minute snippet that you did. And right. they're not going to talk to you the next day or the next day, you know, so they get, they just hear what you say right there. Um, so some of my early videos, I do feel like I was a little more, um, not just the facts, but I eventually sure. kind of got more like, okay, yeah, I need, I need to present this as, um, just the breakdown of why this might happen. And, right. and you know, I, I got to that. Um, it's hard to do, man. It. It's hard to do. Yeah. It's hard to rip yourself away from that. And um, I was going to, you know, just back up what Kelvin was saying, but like, as far as like your videos go, we, I know when I see that brand on your thumbnail that says Papa Gino, there's yeah. going to be quality behind that. Like, Thank it's you. Just, yeah. you know, so that I think you have successfully have done that and you've become almost like a source, right. For, right. for the facts or smash. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, like I said, Smash is kind of like, you know, on the wayside now just because it's kind of like coming, coming and gone and or yeah. maybe multiverses could be that new thing. But um, yeah, man, like kudos to you for, 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 do, for doing that because you became the YouTuber that you wanted to see. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 And it's not like you're like, you're not flashy. You, you don't have like these like yeah. crazy, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you just, you're, you're you don't literally just doing what you're doing right now. And then you pop up a couple like images of images. like what you're talking yep. about. And it's like, it's that like generosity of just like, Hey, this is, this is for you guys. Like I'm giving you the facts here and you, just you genuine. Know, you're list Yeah. Very genuine. Like it's just simple cut, like clear cut. Like I love that. It's simple. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think, especially when talking about, and I kind of knew this going into it, talking about leaks and theoretical stuff, like there has to be some fact and integrity kind of behind all that. Like if you mm -hmm. lose that, then you, um, you know, am I making a clickbait video because I just made up something about some character? Am I just going to find, like I could be going on a forum, make a new account, post something, make a video on it. Right, right. You know, yeah. like, so like, yeah. but I cared about finding out who the Smash characters was. It was something I wanted to do. And that was something I wanted to watch, something I was already doing on the Smashboard forums and stuff. Um, so, yeah, you know, you got to kind of have have that um, genuineness to it or whatever, where it falls 100%. apart. And, and on the note of like that the channel's not, um, and thank you guys so much for all the kind words, by the way. Um, but uh, on the note of like, the, yeah, my, my editing skills are not that great. Like I see other channels that I am like jealous of. And they can be like smaller subscriber count or, um, you know, whatever, much more unheard of, but they have like very professionally done, very well edited and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, I always feel a little bit like, man, do I like, I, I should, I should be better at this stuff or whatever. But um, sometimes I feel like you have to play to your strengths. So I knew going 100%. in, like my strength was that I, I knew this stuff. I, I knew the leak stuff and I'm someone who, regardless if I had the channel or not, would be keeping up with it. So that's mm -hmm. like, that was my strength. And so I started making the videos with that. I wasn't going to try to do um, crazy editing job or all this stuff or make like, oh, I got to make sure it's like this, as I show the image, it's got to pan across it with the video and, and the transition's yeah. got to be good. And, and like, I mean, I want it to be watchable, you know, enjoyable to watch. Um, but I knew that like, okay, if I'm going to spend like, I can either do one or two things. I can make the video tonight and I can get it out there and then the, the information's out there immediately and mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. and I try to explain it you know I had to figure out to explain all that or I can spend two or three days on it make it look real pretty in video form but like there's somebody else is going to be able to make it much prettier but they're mm -hmm. probably not going to be able to maybe explain it as well maybe they're not going to break down the information as well maybe they're not going to be right. able to be on top of it tonight because they're going to hear about it from some news article that's going to come out two days from now when the whole internet's talking about it but I'm scouring the internet all the time talking to the right people so you know i that my strength was that stuff not the editing stuff 
Um, so if, if, and if you're someone out there and you're good at editing stuff like that, then that's your strength. Play to that, right. you know, Do it, um, yeah. find what you're good at, why people would maybe watch your channel over another channel over whatever else is out there and, and play to that. So just, I also think maybe the main thing for all this is just be, um, deliberate and conscious of everything you're doing too. That was something I kind of learned along the way. Um, just do everything with some purpose and meaning behind it. As long as you're thoughtful about everything, as long as you're thinking about why did I do it that way? Um, you'll probably get, get some success at some point because at some point you're going to do all the things that you thought about. This is the right way to do this. To do this. You know, maybe I should switch that. Now this, you know, whatever mm -hmm. it is and break all that down. And then as long as you're thinking about all of it, given purpose, all of it, it'll probably come into place eventually. Yeah. And the niche you picked for the most part, Super Smash, at least when you started, right? Originally is, I don't know, but that fan base can get pretty toxic Extremely. right right <laughs> yep. especially when yes. you get into the big leagues right mm -hmm. um can you like tell us about like some of the comments you would get How, was there anything that yeah. like was crazy to you any story that you could think of like off a video that you're just like you said something someone was like no or like started a whole revolution of like comments I, i'm interested to hear that de definitely um definitely uh i will say for the most part uh, i went into the smash speculation scene uh knowing that it was probably going to be pretty toxic that talking about leaks and stuff that smash leaks are like, you know, half the people are trying to trick everybody on the internet mm -hmm. to getting their hopes up to be cool. sad about it. Like that's right. a pretty toxic person that I'm, that I know I'm going to have to be kind of, um, engaging with, right. Engaging to navigate with, away I, from that. Right. Yeah. Maybe not directly engage with that person, but I'm going to be in that ballpark of, of these right. fake leaks right. and all this stuff. And I, I already knew about all of that. I knew, you know, how it all goes. Um, so yeah, I definitely had to have some thick skin to, to get into all that. Though I will say for the most part, excuse me, um, I, I had a decently pleasant experience with the Smash community, all things said. Like on my own comments and stuff, um, most of the time when I'm on the internet somewhere as Papa Gino's and see people, generally it's pretty positive. Um, I, I don't have too much negativity um which which i'm very grateful for because that's great um yeah it's out there i do know there are some i have seen on some forums on some places i've seen like my picture posted or oh i hate that beeping guys fake clickbait blah blah, blah. you know I've, I've seen all that it comes and it comes with being a youtuber or anything whatever and especially talking about that stuff um as far as a particular moment i mean probably my most controversial thing that mm -hmm. happened was the the bylith uh announcement thing mm. uh if you guys are semi-aware of, of what happened with that basically byleth um came out for for smash um and got revealed and we we mentioned it a little bit earlier in this podcast just fire emblem and smash fans uh have a heated yeah. history yeah yeah <laughs> um to, to some extent yeah. uh basically the the concept is just that out of the smash roster we have quite a lot of fire emblem characters and is fire emblem really a game that should have a large chunk of the roster <laughs> considering how many characters people want to see in smash um that, that's pretty much what it comes down to and there's been some more there's some more specific stuff to it about like when we got fire emblem characters how many we've gotten mm -hmm. um i think at the time when byleth was announced for instance uh out of all the dlc characters we'd ever gotten for smash then talking smash 4 smash ultimate uh as far as first party nintendo characters go when byleth came out we had only three first-party Nintendo characters, and they were Piranha Plant, Corrin, mm -hmm. a Fire, Fire Emblem character, and Byleth, a Fire Emblem character. So for everybody out there who wants Dixie Kong and Waluigi, and at the time wanted stuff like 
Pyron Mithra or an arms rep or something like we had two Fire Emblem and kind of a joke <laughs> character. And that was right. it for, so um, anyway, so <laughs> basically what happened, uh, they announced Byleth. It was the end of the first Fighters Pass. So it sort of felt like it was the final character, maybe at one time meant to be the final character. In mm -hmm. retrospect, I think they probably shifted things around in the past two, but that's mm -hmm. just yeah. speculative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, it was, it was the final character here. We had sort of been set up that the fighter pass was going to be all third party. I don't think they directly said that, but Reggie had said something like, um, I forget his exact wording. It was going to be characters you wouldn't expect, which made yeah. you kind of think it's not Nintendo characters. And the last four of that fighter pass Right, were exactly. All third party. It was consistent. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So at that point, it was like, well, they're not going to end on some uh, a first party character, and especially not from the series that everybody kind of got mad at Corrin. And Sakurai even said something about getting mad at Corrin. So whatever. Violet came out. People were generally not, I won't say everybody. Obviously, I can't speak for everybody. It's a sure, sure. huge generalization. But uh, the majority of people, I think, if you took a fan poll or looked at the like-dislike ratio of the Violet video, whatever, the, the general consensus was not no, as no. pleasant as the other Smash characters. Um, so that day... I so that was this is another thing about starting a YouTube channel, not to get into a bunch of segues here, but um, let's do it, man. Let's do it. Yeah, this, yeah okay, we got cool. we got that. Sweet, awesome. Um, so back then, I, w I had a laptop computer, um, I had to get a USB like splitter thing to be able to have a microphone and a camera and my mouse all hooked up to the computer at the same time, and mm -hmm. I was doing it out of um, I, I only like now I have an, uh, an apartment to myself, but at the time I was living. Uh, back home just in my bedroom like yeah I, I was just there so this was after college before getting my own apartment so um i, I my my greater point about if youtube channel beginning stuff uh is just one thing that also kind of held me back to starting a youtube channel ever was like oh i don't have all the equipment i don't have a nice gaming chair and the l desk background and the two and screens in yeah. the background yeah i was just kind of like i don't really have i have a lot of stuff um but you know i was kind of I don't know if it's the right time to start it. So I, my advice to anybody out there is just just start it. Just, just start, start it. making stuff. Just, just do it. Just make content, and who cares? Just start making content, and if it takes a year to get your setup and your you know your videos where you want them to be, fine. But it's better to just start and and uh, trial and error. Just keep going. Um, but anyway, so I started with that. So back then I only had that, and to to do live streaming stuff back then, this was so like jerry rigged ghetto duct tape together it was ridiculous um i would take my wii u because i didn't oh, have two god. screens on, yeah I, I didn't have two console oh god it was, it was ridiculous so i had my laptop i didn't have two screens i didn't have two monitor screens i just had a laptop screen so i would take the wii u i'd plug it into a television um because the wii u like if i try to do it with like a ps4 uh, if i try to play youtube on the ps4 it like doesn't let you have like obs running at the same time because it like detects that you're trying to record. Okay. Um, it's it's so like I think you can't watch like Netflix and record it basically like right, stuff like that. Right. Um, but but for whatever reason the Wii U didn't stop me from okay. from from running YouTube. <laughs> Wii U worked out of and all the consoles. Yeah, Wii U all the consoles. Yeah, it was, that I could play YouTube on. That was that was the one that worked. So in order to have two screens, I'd have a television screen, Wii U hooked up, hooked into my computer, OBS running. That was the um, I'd watch the thing on youtube on the wii u i record myself in the camera I, it was it was so yeah that's so ridiculous it was it was crazy and this is when you know like my channel was doing good and that's how i was running everything like so yeah um so byleth happens 
that day, that morning or whatever, I'm trying to set all that up. It's not working. I think Byleth is the only character I didn't get like a live stream going for. And it was because uh, I was still doing all that. So I had no live stream happening for Byleth. Um, so I was like, all right, whatever. I'll just record myself and I'll put up a reaction video afterwards. Mm -hmm. So camera's on me, just recording my own computer screen, whatever. Um, and watching it not really talking like I normally do because usually I'm doing it live. So there's people in chat or I'm just very aware mm -hmm. that I'm live. Byleth comes out, I'm watching it, generally disappointed. And then I like pull up my phone. I'm looking at like, you know, okay, what are people saying about this? I'm going onto my discord, going around Twitter or whatever. And basically I've completely forgotten that I'm being filmed. So <laughs> it ends. And then I'm like, okay. I'm like, Oh crap. Like, I got to do a reaction video. So my reaction video to Byleth is just me silent pretty much the whole time. I might have said oh something right the start. Oh, my like, God. Yeah, so it's, it, it's like a nothing reaction video. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, well, whatever. So I'm talking in Discord, talking whatever, chat, something like that. So the whole day goes by, and the internet is generally extremely negative to Byleth. And, and I'm pretty negative to Byleth. Like, I'm not trying to say that I... I think everyone is, for the most part, negative yeah. to Byleth. Poor guy. Yeah, like... I mean, there were some people who wanted Byleth and Smash, yeah. but, um, you know, whatever. They're few and far between, for sure. Um, and I do warm up to characters once they're in Smash, too. Like, I don't hate these characters. I don't want to, you know, get anybody the wrong opinion here. One of the take reasons Steve I kinda... Just take it. No, 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 people love that Steve. guy, man. People love that guy. <laughs> don't take him out, because they'll be a freaking... Yeah. yeah, people will be pissed. But, yeah, I think I, I started something just by saying that. But <laughs> once something's in Smash, though, I tend to warm up to it. I think I've explained yeah. it this way. Excuse me. Um, once something's in Smash, that character is now in one of my favorite games. So fair, fair. I tend to get a relationship or a um, you know, whatever respect. with that character. Yeah, through Smash, I get respect. I get something because they're in Smash. Like uh, Incineroar wasn't really my favorite Pokemon at all. Didn't really right. care about him. But mm -hmm. when he's in Smash, like that's probably my best that's my favorite Great. like iteration of him. Yeah. And I like the way they portrayed him. And now I would say I'm somewhat of an Incineroar fan as mm. far as Pokemon go. Like, you know, he's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Um, so same thing goes for Byleth and all the Fire Emblem characters. But before they get in, I'm kind of like, well, I want the characters I already like to get in Smash mm -hmm. to round out the roster and make it stuff I really like and be that celebration of gaming and stuff. So anyway, I, I, I filmed that video. It's not that good. And I'm like, oh man, there's I got nothing really to, to upload here. So I was like, all right, well, why don't I do this? I'll just go super angry because everybody's online is super angry. And all the stuff I've been hearing all day, all the best little quips and best little stuff, I'll try to just say all that, you know, yeah. to, to, to the to Byleth the, um, reveal. So I do that as a video. So it's basically me angry reacting. And this wasn't super well thought out either. It was kind of like that morning, I don't have anything to put up. Spend the rest of the day reading about Byleth stuff, pretty disappointed. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I come up with this idea. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do it. I had okay. no necessary intention to be like, oh, this was fake or something. Like, I wasn't intending to ever do that. I was just kind of like, I'm just going to do this. I wouldn't necessarily say I was trying to just like trick everybody into it. Like, I don't know. I just, it, again, it wasn't well thought out. I was kind of just like, this sure. is fine. And this is fairly early on. I mean, the YouTube channel is a little over a year old at that mm -hmm. point. Um, and I hadn't really had any, um, I mean, we've had some leaks not happen, which gave me a little bit of people angry, but it, I was pretty clear about who knows. Um, mm -hmm. This was like the first thing that when I, once I put this out, people ge not generally didn't like it, but I, it was very divisive. I had, I had people sure. on, on both sides for this um, because, and, and I get it now. Like I, I was basically saying like, 
Sakurai sucks for putting this guy in the game. And like, I didn't really mean Sakurai sucks for this guy in the game, but yeah, I was yeah. just, I was ranting about it, you know? Um, and part of it was letting off some steam because of the day, but part of it was just trying to make an entertaining video um, because I had nothing. So I put that out. People aren't happy with it. Um, or it's kind of 50 50 to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I sit with that for a few days and then I'm like, all right, well, I got to probably come out and say like, I think the biggest thing was that I think people thought that was my, cause I put it out as a reaction video. People thought that was my reaction as if I'm a ticking time bomb hostile person where oh. like, if something like that happens, I'm going to be like fuming yeah. and yelling and, and freaking out or whatever. Um, so, uh, what I, did a few days later i was like hey i gotta tell everybody like that that was fake like if people put out fake leaks all the time well i put out a fake reaction um which again i wasn't necessarily thinking i was going to announce it as a fake reaction. like i didn't know sure. i just kind of i That's didn't think so it weird how things pan out like the the way yeah. that way that you wouldn't have never thought of in your brain that it would come out that way but here you are coming up with like hey that actually wasn't like that was wasn't a good not idea. real. Yeah, that wasn't real. Like, what's yeah, that, that, I had to say right. it wasn't real, and it, it probably wasn't wasn't my best idea, because um, that's that's not how I thought about it when I was thinking about. It. I was thinking about like everybody mm -hmm. seems angry online, and I have nothing of a reaction. I literally can't really upload my reaction video because my head's down like this for like half of it. Like, <laughs> oh my um, God. So you know, so I'm like, okay, so I gotta, gotta do something. Um, so yeah, and then it comes out like that. So then I'm like, okay, well I can I can prove I faked this because when I filmed it, I filmed like takes essentially like i was you know i went once and i was like all right no i don't like that beginning but it, it was i just did a bunch until i had that beginning that i liked that would then um then i just rant for the rest of the the, the video right. was going. um so so i just kind of showed like two attempts at it before the one i liked um and obviously the way like everything in the room is exactly the same my hair is exactly you can tell it's the same video it's the exact same video that was the reaction video or whatever so i put that out there and that tended to quell everybody but then from then on i've been much more careful about and i, I again i think it's just two things i sort of touched upon already have purpose to everything you're doing that i didn't have purpose to i mm -hmm. that was me feeling like i was back into a corner and needed to have a reaction video right and, right and kind of coming up with something but not thinking it through um and then the other thing being uh that i touched upon briefly when you do this sort of thing the um the you that the internet sees isn't the you that you are all the time. Not that you're a different person, right? But but they're getting twenty minutes of you here and twenty yeah, minutes like of you a here. sliver of you, just a, a sliver. sliver of you. Yeah. yeah. If they watch one video, that's you. That's who they think you are. If they watch even a few videos of yours, they're still only they don't see you when you're. Um, you know, they don't see they don't see me when I'm interacting with my family. They don't know what I'm like in right. public. Friends. They don't know what I'm like yeah. at work with friends. Like you know, they they see smash speculation me and whatever I've put out there. So, um, and that's something I don't think a lot of people are conscious of when they they put themselves out there on YouTube or anywhere else. Right. Um, that, that that's all you get. So if if you do an angry reaction video and you have <laughs> at that point like four reaction videos from me and one of them is extremely hostile, it's like, oh, this guy. Nah, you know, he's oh, yeah, uh, he's hostile. Yeah, he's like, I can't, yeah, I can't, yeah, yeah, I can't no, watch no. videos, like, yeah, exactly. No, so, yeah. um, so yeah, that was probably my biggest misstep. Um, that probably got me the most negative reaction. I have had, like I said, some people on forums and stuff I've seen posts about myself places more so back in the Smash days, especially the earlier stuff. I think after a while, um, enough things that I was talking about did pan out, or enough things, um, or maybe exclusive to me did mm -hmm. pan out where it's like, okay, he's not bullshitting everybody. He's not, you know, whatever. Like he's, he's just into this stuff. Um, and that yeah. probably helped, I think over time, but especially in the early days, the Grinch leak stuff was also, uh, cause it didn't pan out. But I think 
over time, I talked about how someone from Microsoft had told me about Banjo was happening for sure. Mm-hmm. And that did pan out eventually. Yeah, so that yeah, was like, 100%. you know, I'm not, I'm not just saying that to get you to believe the Grinch leak for sure, whatever sure. reason, you know, that was just true information that was told to me and it maybe made the Grinch leak real. So over time, I think things smoothed over for the most part, but the violet thing was probably the biggest misstep, but the was, Grinch uh, link, man, yeah. the Grinch That's link so was funny. probably like, that was a wild ride. Let me tell you, man. I was like, Crazy. what the hell dude? That was, that was part of like the whole Mac riders, um, speculation. Yeah, as that well, was on too, there right? too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That yep. Mac rider was on there. Yep. But it was fun, it was, man. Like I honestly love the Grinch Link. I, I have out of the time, you know. I was like speculating, same. like banjo. Like we ended up getting banjo. Like yep. we were just so many great characters. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like this is this is awesome. It just sounds like, like a fun ride to go on. Yeah, like that, yeah. that whole thing. I, I have I have no hard feelings about the Grinch Link. It was fun. No, it was I, fantastic. I like, that's that's the other thing about me. Like I like smash speculation as in trying to figure out the characters. But also since I've been on like smash boards and doing that stuff since like. It was like 2006, 2007 or whatever. Like, I actually like Smash speculation. Like, something called, like, to have, when I see the Grinch now and I think of Smash speculation, that's <laughs> yeah. hilarious to me. Yeah, it's um, great, dude. It was so the, great. The fake Rayman leak that happened for Smash 4, like, all yes. that stuff like that, those are moments to me that I enjoy. Like, I, I yep. like that whole culture, whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, the Grinch leak has a special place in my heart. And if it didn't happen, like, the person that did hear about Banjo probably wouldn't have come to me and been like, Hey, this might be real because banjo is happening. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you know that it, it opened up some doors. It definitely got um, a lot of eyes on my channel right beforehand, so mm-hmm. that was cool. 100%. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm happy with it. It was it was fun. It was a fun ride. Uh, it didn't pan out in the end, but it's weird. We got we got like Ken and banjo, so we a little bit of it panned out. Right. Sure, yeah, it did yeah, pan out a little bit, but yeah. Um, going back to like the the overall fan base that you've created, like the the, the just the culture in your channel, I think is it's very rare to see generally like you were saying positive energy throughout your whole channel like i've again following you for quite some time and i read the comments all the time and like you said most of them are positive things everyone enjoys watching your videos everyone just enjoys just talking to you and just watching your videos so and i've noticed like your discord you know like you have a huge fan base on discord so how was it that you were able or did the the this just come like natural like where it just kind of like you you just got this fan base all of a sudden but how did this come about where you just started getting these people that truly were invested in your in your in your channel and in your videos yeah how'd you build this community yeah the the community building are just um the people that watch the videos um I, i would say it's all pretty much organically happened um i mean i have to give credit to the people who um like the mods and admins over on the discord definitely helped make that a safe, fun place to, you know, Mm -hmm. speculate and talk about stuff. Um, As far as just the people who in, you know, the YouTube videos commenting and stuff like that. um, I think, I mean, I never really, uh, I didn't try to cultivate a certain community. I think I probably talked about smash speculation in a way that maybe it hadn't been talked about before, which is a little bit of what I was just saying, where like, I like safe. You know, like yeah, safe to safe, talk about. I yeah, think. yeah. 100%. It's safe to talk about. There's a lot of toxicness. A lot of it happens on uh, 4chan, game FAQs, places that are more anonymous, more, you know, people just, again, throwing stuff at each other or whatever. So this was a, a definitely a safer place to talk about that stuff um, right. than a lot of other places. I, I was trying to kind of mirror Smashboard's version of Smash Speculation, which was usually higher caliber and more friendly in general. Um, I feel like, uh, cause that's where, that's where I was doing it from mostly. Um, 
so yeah, that, that just happened organically. I think um, it's cool to see that the fans that I've uh, gotten are generally pretty positive, especially for YouTube comment sections are usually extremely toxic. Smash right. speculation stuff is usually extremely toxic. So I don't know exactly how it um, ended up being positive. I think it's more just a product of um, being enthusiastic and positive for the most part in my videos about Smash stuff, um, being uh, talking about all that leak stuff, but in, I don't know, a less toxic way than a lot of the other, uh, I don't know, leak stuff usually gets talked about and stuff. So I think just doing that, um just organically built that so yeah it wasn't nice. i wouldn't say it wasn't intended but it all it wasn't exactly intended it wasn't mm-hmm. um it wasn't like a plan in place it just kind of happened that happened yeah place just because... it just kind of happened but if, if i could plan it that's how i would have wanted it to happen but yeah 100 yeah it, it just all built it a, upon itself you call it a byproduct right of, a byproduct that's a good yeah, yeah. that's a good word yeah it. we, we kind of struggle with that a little bit here at the gaming duo podcast because we we want we want to build a community we want to build mm-hmm. like this this place where it's safe for people to talk to us about games and and just you know discuss what's happening in the gaming industry you know and it, it's nice to see someone just kind of have that natural like uh gravitation towards you like just to be like hey man like i, w- I want to see your videos i want to talk to you about stuff like they praise when, when, when they see like a, a video pop up from you like it's, it's nice to see that because it's like especially like you said like uh youtube channels in general they, they just have a toxic community um and then smash brothers or smash in general it just has like this toxic community so you're able to just kind of like squash that and just be like hey man like that you don't have to have that you could just have a friendly conversation with me we right can right just yeah. talk yeah. about what we love to talk about here you go. Yeah, def- definitely. Um, and, and I don't know. I don't know exactly how that came out of everything because there, I mean, there have been some toxic times um, in Smash speculation that were like unavoidable ish, yeah. just what we're talking about. Like, or for instance, like, okay, the Grinch League doesn't happen. Like, it, is my comment section just going to get flamed with, um, you know, you were wrong about it? And it did a little bit, but I think you just have to kind of have some thick skin in those moments. Sure. Take it so, on the chin, man. Take Yeah. Yeah. Take it, you know, <laughs> how it is. Um, and keep going forward stay positive and the the rest will kind of just filter itself over time um because you're going to have moments that are just going to hit with um i don't say like controversial moments or whatever but you're going to have moments that aren't going yeah they're going to be um less uh positive than others or whatever negative um so you just got to kind of try to stay positive through those and move on to the next thing and yeah um but yeah somehow uh it, it has at least at this point um yeah, I think I think it's a good community. So, cool. awesome, dude! Thank you so much for like just that insight into your your world. Like, I feel like yeah, I no got problem. just just everything from that as far as like the way you know you build the community. You can see it like you care so much about uh, what you do, and and it shows by you know just this conversation. Um, I will say I will say one other thing just about the community because I don't. So when I made the Discord, like I had no idea how to like do a Discord, and I still mm-hmm. kind of don't really know that much about <laughs> Discord. Um, yeah. I had a friend help me set it up, and I had like, you know, I let the Discord run itself. I like told like, figure out who the admins are, figure out who the mods are. Those people took it over. Um, you know, they run it and everything. They run it however they want. I let them just just do what they want. Part of that was just that I didn't really have. I barely have the time to do the YouTube channel, let alone run like a constant right. chat room thing. Um, sure. So part of it was that, but um, so tons of credit to to those guys um, for, for creating that community, um, which I think was also a little bit uh, kind of the same way 
I made the YouTube channel. It was something I wanted, so it happened. When I was making the YouTube channel, people said, you should make a Discord, you should make a Discord, you should make a Discord, so I made one. People enjoyed it. That was a place mm -hmm. to talk speculation. And um, yeah, that that happened again organically. Um, and that was other people who I let just say, you can use you know my, my name, my channel, whatever, is the link to get here and everything. But um, you guys make the channel however you want it to be. Because I don't really know that much about Discord. Or I didn't at the time. Um, right. So yeah. Yeah, credit, credit credit to them for doing the same thing I did with the YouTube channel with the Discord channel, Just making Discord. it um, yeah positive and good and everything because that was the type of speculation and uh, stuff they wanted to chat about in that Discord. And that that Discord is much bigger than uh, Smash speculation now too. It's just it's kind of everything gaming. It's everything yeah, it's like rules. overall, especially with yeah. uh, Nintendo All Stars, especially with multiverses later. That's kind of right. like all incorporated into your yeah. Discord as well now. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Well. That was awesome. Uh, thank you for, you know, spending the time to, you know, take us into your world. But we do have one more uh, thing for you before you head out, right? Sure, sure. And it's a small segment here called Would You Rather? So we're just going to ask you a series of questions, right. gaming related. Okay. And I'm going to shoot off the first one. Do it. Go right. for it. If you could only choose one game, the rest cease to exist. <sighs> yeah, choose wisely, man. Yeah, it's tough. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, <laughs> Super Mario RPG, Super Mario 64, or Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Uh, so one game for the like that's the only game. You said that's it. You, yeah, you have to pick one game. It gets saved. Rest gets sacrificed. They don't. They don't exist. They don't exist. I, I uh, Smash Ultimate then in that. Wow, good choice. That was easy. That was quick. Yeah, okay. I, I like I like Mario RPG a lot. Obviously, I want Geno and stuff, but um. Smash Ultimate incorporates so many games and stuff in it. It's way more, right. I feel like, playable for a long time. Mario 64 is revolutionary, but at mm -hmm. this point, um, you know, I've played it a lot. <laughs> and I think there's <laughs> yeah. other games um, that have maybe surpassed other Mario games at this point. Um, Majora's Mask, actually, like, I like Ocarina of Time is my favorite Zelda, not Majora's Mask. Ah, even though 64 Zeldas. Yeah, um, so that one wasn't wasn't too hard to, to knock that one out. Okay, all right. All fair right. enough, yeah. fair enough. Don't give my reasoning. Push. I don't know if I have to give my reasoning every time, but I'm gonna give my reasoning. No, no, it's no, fine. No, it's, it's fine. <laughs> um, next one here. Oh, uh, this is a good question. Well, right. would you rather have who would you rather have as your wingman? Mario, Luigi, or Wario? Like like dating wingman? Just just in general, just like or yeah. just my buddy, like just my your guy. boy, like yeah, yeah. Like, who's the um, the what's it called? Uh who's Maverick? the homie? Yeah, who's, who's your uh, goose to your maverick? Yeah. All go. right, gotcha. <laughs> goose to my maverick. All right, there you go. <laughs> Top Gun reference. Um, I feel like Luigi'd be the most fun to hang out with, but I feel like like if I'm gonna go on like an adventure, like Wario's gonna get me into some stuff. Like Wario's gonna be like, like crazy. in a good way, or like do you, do you think like he'd be the most fun? I think he'd be the most fun pick. Yeah, so I, I feel like Mario's gonna get you in trouble. Yeah, it's, it's between Luigi and Wario. I feel like Mario's just, he's just Mario. Like, he'll just outshine me every time or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but, like, Luigi feels like he'd be, like, goofy fun to be around, but mm, low-key. Yeah. Like, it's going to be, like, chill. Right, 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 right. That's like if I'm hanging out at my house. I feel like if I'm going out somewhere to do anything, um, mattering to how I feel. Like, I'm definitely pretty uh, bipolar when it comes to, like, introvert, extrovert. Like, sometimes, mm. excuse me, I'm feeling extrovert, sometimes I'm feeling introvert, introverted. Um, I feel like if I'm feeling like going on an adventure, Wario is going to be the most fun to do that. But I think uh, he's going to get you arrested, honestly. Yeah, he yeah, might. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it's going to be fun. <laughs> but he also <laughs> might let you get, he might somehow get you out of it. I, that too. You know yeah. I mean? it, yeah. It might be so. like crazy. Like, 
like we're getting arrested and then he's like don't worry i've uh called in the airships with all my money yeah bail us hours over there yeah, yeah something yeah, like right. it's gonna be a night like it's gonna be crazy um so i feel like it's it's what i've been in the mood for but i'll, I'll, I'll go with luigi just to be on the safer side safe choice? But, okay. that's a good choice yeah, yeah. 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 Luigi's the homie yeah last one would you rather have Gino in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, but Challenger Pack 2 never gets released? Ooh. <laughs> this is oh, a, your, 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 one of your favorite characters that you want in Smash Brothers. You have the opportunity to bring him into Smash. Will you See, sacrifice Challenger <laughs> these Pack five 2? Other characters. I, I sacrifice, let me, let me just lay it out, Min Min, Steve, Sephiroth, Power Mithra, Kazuya, and Sora. And Sora. Whew. I, I know people are going to be mad at me. Oh. But I would choose Gino. <laughs> for me. For me. For me. For, for me, I want Gino. Because if, if Smash Ultimate had happened and That's amazing. like. <laughs> well, you gave him a good Thanos. Thanos. Literally, literally just like. Because <laughs> um, like, if Smash Ultimate had happened and the first Fighter Pass happened, I got Banjo. And then we're getting to the end, and it was like, no, there's there's not Fighter Pass 2, there's just one more bonus character. And that ended up being Geno. Like, that would have been kind of my personally, like, perfect Smash Ultimate. Because I would have gotten Banjo, and then it would have ended on this big Geno moment. Um, yeah. As far as, like, the whole game goes, it's probably better. We got Fighter Pass 2, and we got Minecraft, right, right, one of, like, right. biggest games in the world. Uh, Sephiroth brought in all the Final <laughs> Fantasy Seven music and stuff. And for my, yeah, I know, you know, don't know, like Steve, huh? I could um, do it without him. Um, I'm he's not my I'm glad we got Banjo first, I'll put it that way, right? Um, yeah, right. If, if we got Steve first, I probably would have been pissed, like, I would have been yeah, like, yeah, like we got Banjo. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm not like arms, Xenoblade, whatever, I'm fine with that. Tekken, I feel like, does deserve to be in Smash. I've been waiting for that for a long time. I mean, Namco works on Smash, it was always weird. We only had Pac Man, right? Uh, and right, then Sora right. is huge, ballot winner. I'm a Kingdom Hearts fan too, like I said towards the beginning of this, like. I'm happy Sora got in. Some people are like, oh man, you must be so mad if Gino didn't get in, but Sora did. I'm like, I mean, in the perfect world, I wanted them both in. <laughs> like, I wasn't one right. or the other. Um, so, yeah. But, you know, if it's my own thing, like I said, I think the, my dream scenario would have been that first fighter pass and then bonus characters, Gino, yeah, that, I would have been on top of the Damn. world. So. Damn. Sorry. All right. Well, sorry, uh... everybody else in the entire world who's <laughs> <laughs> not happy with my decision. <laughs> Listen, this this was your question and you answered yeah. it and we can't be mad, but that that's that just goes to show you how much you love Gino. So it's <laughs> true. True, true fan of that guy. Yeah. Um guys, thank you so much for joining and, and listening. And thank you again, Papa Gino's for joining our podcast, dude. Like thank this you, was yes. awesome. Thank you guys um, for inviting me on. If you ever want to do it again sometime, just let me know. So this was great. Absolutely. I'm still like trying to like pick like stuff out of your background I'm like what is that what is that what is the whole oh, episode i'm just trying so to like... i got um <laughs> this is a giant shelf of nintendo powers which if i pushed it back more you could see it's like a it's like a little kid's book shelf thing on wheels that's double-sided and i'm missing mm. like 20 nintendo powers it's almost all of them um and the 20 like mm. random middle ones you used to have them back in your old setup right back in your old room you had them yeah. kind of like all laid out i think I th yeah, I might have had more like laid out. I, I, what mm. I used to do was, um, what I need to do is, I want to get a um, another shelf that goes like right here, mm -hmm. and I want to make it like this height so I can put stuff on it that are related to the topics. That's what I used to do. Yeah, in my yeah, early yeah. yeah, I remember um, idea. Yeah, it's just this. The 
now I do have the L desk and the two screens and all that stuff. And one uh, sacrifice from that is that I don't really have a good spot to put uh, things in the background. Things right, in right, the background, right, yeah. but I have a huge Props. collection of. I mean, if I move my camera here, let me see if this. I mean, there's like a ton of stuff. Oh my like goodness! Stuff, but there's yeah, even more stuff yep. over there. Yep, um, yep. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I uh, can't really do that so much anymore as, as I used to do. But that, right. that was something I I could do in the more uh less ideal living situation for filming stuff was that that was that was actually a perk of it so yeah cool very very cool well again uh this was episode 87 of the gaming duo podcast featuring our special guest papa genos please go ahead and visit his youtube channel uh just type in papa genos for any of uh, speculation videos uh, you know, visit all of his old Smash stuff. Um, I'm sure when the new Smash game gets released, you're going we'll be be right to be there. Like, yep. You're yeah. right there. Uh, Multiverses <laughs> is what he's hitting right now. He just actually has a reaction video to the um, the Pokemon trailer, so go ahead and watch that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and post all of your uh, socials in there, so your Instagram, the the Discord, all that stuff. Um, and again, thank you again, Kelv. Anything else before we go? Uh, no, I think, I think we got to covered everything um just you know guys make sure to link uh subscribe and uh, follow us on uh social media and um on your favorite podcast service thank yeah you. and leave us a five-star review please appreciate that bye thank you all right guys see we'll see you next week thank you so much see see you guys. Guys.